Welcome to the Cinema Swamp, a podcast where friends, enemies, and Minnesotans argue about movies. Great Scott! In this episode, we do our best to dissect Robert Zemeckis' beloved 80s trilogy, Back to the Future. Listen as your hosts discuss and argue the brilliant concepts, classic tropes, and straight-up weirdness that Marty and Doc have brought us for three decades. While exploring the Cinema Swamp, you will be sure to encounter minor spoilers for Ed Wood, Teen Titans Go to the Movies, a Million Ways to Die in the West, Super Mario Brothers the Movie, Mac and Me, and Ghostbusters 2016. Beware of major spoilers for Tusk and Bridge to Terabithia. But we could uh, we could start the podcast. It's it's Cinema Swamp time. Yeah. We're just called Cinema Swamp, but you know. Was that our beginning? <laughs> this is Cinema Swamp time, as always. <laughs> Cinema Swamp time. <laughs> Welcome back to the Cinema Swap. Last time, we talked about Ant-Man and the Wasp and a bunch of other movies. And then this time, we move on to a subject so similar and yet so different. I don't know. We should get like an announcer like that. Oh, this an is, announcer voice? Yeah. This we is, can have Chloe do that. <laughs> if, she, if you could pop out a voice... Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's like the lowest I <laughs> um, Oh, this is Justin, as always. Uh, with me is Mr. Hunter Goble. I guess I'll say your name. Yeah. <laughs> What's your <he> name? <laughs> but uh, we have we have some guests with us again. Um, me? Yeah. Oh, I'm Zach. You remember me from, <laughs> from last time? From, from last episode. <laughs> and we also have... Chloe. From last episode. <laughs> Taylor couldn't join us because we disliked her too much, so no, we no, told no, her no. to not come back. No, we love Taylor. Kidding, 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 kidding. Originally, yeah, so I guess we haven't even said what the title is, but for this particular movie of the episode we're going to do, um, I know that me and Zach watched it I think more than once, I know, back in the day, and me and Justin grew up on that movie, um, and so I'm like, Zach's got to be on the episode again. And Zach's like, yo, can Chloe come along and just, like, hang out? And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, well, she hasn't seen any of the movies. And I'm like, okay, but she's going to have the entire trilogy of she this franchise. She was okay with it, too. Yeah. And I was not okay. I, was, I texted him in all like, caps okay, I'm a, because I'm a it was not okay. I'm the first one, and she'll have a basis of, like, where, where, how it is. Of what happens yeah. after. And then, yeah, it just so, worked out. Yeah. We should borrow the other two. She marathoned the whole trilogy <laughs> just to sit and listen to us talk about it. No. So, I actually watched the last one this morning. <laughs> yeah. But before we get into it, let's do the last movie on Earth. Yeah, last movie on Earth. Um, who wants to... Let's start with someone we don't always start with. Me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, last movie I saw... Oh, and then also, quick sorry, uh, lean in a little bit more. Oh. If you guys can, I want you guys to be comfortable. But it was more. significant. It was like just me and now, Justin's voices you could hear. Now state podcast. your social security number. <laughs> this is my ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> just way quieter. Well, I'm getting closer to the mic. I don't want to be loud. My name's Zach. I also want to make sure I, I did put the setting on omnidirectional this time right away. So cool. everyone probably can hear most of the voices. Omnidirectional. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that scared my right, Zach, Proceed with your last so, movie on Earth. Last movie I saw was Back to the Future Two. I was getting ready for this podcast, so had to had to rewatch, refresh. Oh yeah, 
I only made it to the second one because I had to go to work. That's <laughs> a decent stopping point. No, yeah. It's you know. Excuse me. It's a cliffhanger. Uh, excuse me. A decent. Are you are you trashing the third no, one? No, no. <laughs> I love the third one. I'm, I'm a third one apologist. Oh, but man. it's one and two do flow a little bit. Oh, yeah. pretty, pretty dang well. So. Yeah. But what what'd you think of it? Oh, I, I mean, it. I suppose we'll talk yeah. about it. So don't talk too much. Okay. No spoilers. We'll leave, we'll leave the, talk we'll about leave. it, but don't talk. We'll leave <laughs> that on a cliffhanger. In yeah. fact. Okay, I'll just say, Back to the Future Two is. Slightly more my favorite than one. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not gonna oh, no. yell. We'll that, get into that yeah. later. Uh, this is gonna be a mess right. when it gets to me. I mean, it's really close because they bleed into each other so well. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just I like future more than past. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I think. I mean, yeah. There's like a equal amount of future and past. I and know. also, I was there. October twenty first, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, how do you, how do you feel things compared to that movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it seemed like home. You know? <laughs> same like same home. old, same old. <laughs> anyway, yeah, cool. Love that movie. Good movie. Chloe, my what, turn. what was your last movie? Okay. So I want you guys to guess it. Okay. From, Zach can't because he knows what it is, but I'm gonna read like the description on Netflix. And okay. I want to see if you guys can. Oh, get this it. is awesome! <laughs> Dang. Okay. This is our first game show segment <laughs> we've ever done. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey just came into the studio. Okay, so. When a wise guy podcaster interviews a disabled seafarer, he decides to embark on a transformational quest to track down a dangerous monster. Oh, Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> oh, oh, Tusk. Yeah. You watched Tusk? Oh my, wait, that is Oh my Tusk. gosh. Oh my God. Wait, did we see that together? Yeah, we did. We, did. we saw that at Zane's Yeah, we, Remember? He, he thought it was a Disney movie. I told him. <laughs> yes. A guy, guy turns into a walrus. That's all we told we him. We told him, he's like, what movie are you guys going to watch? We're like, oh yeah, so this guy turns into a walrus, basically. He's like, okay. And then like, like at the end, after him screaming, he's like, I thought this was a Disney movie. Wait, wait. <laughs> So Disney movie as like do the Disney VHS no. voice well, like welcome another wonderful Walt Disney no, adventure well, this it, time the man turns into a walrus basically yeah. no all yeah all we told him was okay we're gonna go rent this movie it's called Tusk uh, some guy turns into a walrus that's all we said <laughs> we didn't even have we didn't even intend for it oh, to man. like come as that way let me really throw you off for like a second though you. Do you know who directed that movie? So it's Kevin Smith. Yo, you did know. Okay, because no, yeah. I was going to say, I thought you said one podcast. Yeah, you I really fr- hadn't seen when it. When I said I hadn't, I did not think oh, that yeah. Tusk well, was because well, that, that is that really, it's way movie. different. Yeah. I totally like, forgot. Yeah, it's nothing like <laughs> yeah. his other movies. Have you seen all. any other Kevin Smith movies? I haven't. Yeah. Oh, like, one. that's weird to me. Because, like, if you watch Clerks, you're like, what? Yeah, like, right before we watched Mother and Back to the Future, I watched Clerks. When you were sleeping. Yeah, I, I kind of heard it. I heard it, and I was like, I know what movie this is, hmm. but I know I've never like. This reminds me of a movie I might see. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if you watch Clerks, there's a lot of like. Uh, you know what? Actually, I want to know what you thought. What did you think? Yeah, of yeah, movie, I really want to hear what yeah. you thought. Yeah, what do yeah. you think? It's the second time I've seen it. The first time I pirated it, so this quality was a lot better. <laughs> okay. We did not. Pirate yeah, it. I just we like to say <laughs> our affiliation with Chloe and this show <laughs> is limited. <laughs> We're not pirates. We are not liable for pirating Tusk. It was like, it was like five years ago. It's fine. Oh, Chloe oh. will not be joining us for the next episode. <laughs> the FBI would like to get her information. Talk to Zach Holloway <laughs> at at Zach Admiral Zach Bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. 
but I liked it. I think it's a great movie. Thank you. I, like, I, I agree. Yeah, it was so, it a masterpiece? So it was. It was like a six <laughs> out of five. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you, well, <laughs> it was eight out of five. I, I'm, I'm like serious. What do you guys think of it, actually? Like, oh, I love it. I just so said it the one time. Yeah, me too. But man, I, th- I thought about it for days. I man. know. Same. It was just like, I mean, I'd never seen Human Centipede. But I just knew, I'm like, this is like what a clean, well-produced version of that type of horror would be. Yeah. yeah. But it's so weird because it's like, I mean, like I said, I've never seen Kevin Smith, but like Johnny Depp is like hilarious in it. And, yeah. and you just want to like, root for Justin Long to yeah. get out of it. Yeah, you're like, and he does so it. on his and side. And then the ending, oh, that messes yeah. me up he every does. time. Yeah, it, it makes you feel so bad for the guy. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. here's the thing, like people, when that movie came out, people didn't like it. People and oh, people, yeah. critics it's didn't, a, and people in general, like Kevin Smith has gone way off. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the movie, and I'll say, like, it's a movie that, like, that ending scene, and the whole movie, mm-hmm. it's not, like, it's got a humor to it, but it actually terrifies me. Like, no, as yeah. far as yeah. horror movies, like, yeah. like yeah. movies like Exorcist and such, like, those don't scare me, but mm-hmm. Tusk does, because I'm like, yeah. this is, like, He's a podcast. He just goes in the middle of nowhere. He's just kind of a dick to people. Literally, it turns into walrus. But it's serious. Like he just gets his arms cut off one day, and just he's just a walrus. And I'm like, that is terrifying to me. The thing that scared me most was in the ending was he just accepted being a walrus. Yeah, he like takes the role. I was I had the credits just going at the end of it, and like it was Kevin Smith talking with another person like about that last scene, and Mm. he's like, "Well, they can't change him back because in his mind, he's now a walrus. Like he's Mm. been like that for so long, he's just Mm -hmm. gone." So like I didn't really get that last scene. Like he still seemed kind of lucid because he was like looking at his friends and like he was looking sad and like there was a tear. But like Kevin Smith was like, "Yeah, in his head, he's a walrus now. He can't go back." So I was like, all right, that's kind of trippy. It's 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 a weird movie, but it's, it's like that. It still freaks, freaks me, me out. out. It does. I I think it's one of the best done horror movies that I've seen in a oh yeah. long, yeah. long time. Yep. I think I hope it really. I hit, I hope it hits that like cult status someday because oh, it deserves. It has, it has, yeah, for me, <laughs> it too. has in my well, heart. I yeah. mean, it deserves like I think more recognition than it gets because I think people just simply saw it as oh Kevin Smith he doesn't know how to make movies anymore. I'm like, dude, this is like, this yeah. terrifies yeah. me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It seems like all of his movies are cult classics. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but like I'm saying, like most like he also did a movie pretty much right after called Yoga Hosers, which is. A terrible movie, by the way. If you ever watched, I that, think I saw it. the preview. It yeah, was, that's it was like the two, that's the one where two he's like, blonde girls. And yeah, they're like, and they're yeah. like Canadians, and yeah. he's like a little miniature Nazi bratwurst. Did you hear what I? What? Yeah, is he he's Canadian? Not, he's not Canadian. He no, just really not. loves. He's from Jersey. He just loves Canada. He he started doing um, conventions in Canada. He would do like his little like. I don't know what you want to call them, but like little stand-up routines in Canada. He just loved Canada a ton, and so he yeah. made movies about Canada, basically. Yeah. No, yeah, he's from Jersey. Him and Jason Mewes did all the Clerks movies, Mallrats, mm-hmm. all that in Jersey. We should do a whole Kevin Smith podcast, but if I can track, do you have Clerks? I have Clerks. Do you have Clerks too? I do have Clerks too, and I have Mallrats and. I do have mall dogma? rats, and I have. The, I do not have dogma. <laughs> For some reason, that Blu-ray is like Chasing thirty Amy. bucks online. I do have Chasing Amy, and I have. Uh, I think the really underappreciated Zack and Miri make a porno, which is hilarious. Is that, him? that is him, really? and it's kind. Of, it's the least of his movies because he kind of just he sort of ripped off the Judd Apatow style in that movie, but it's still funny. Yeah, it like, just I doesn't think it's seem like his 
like style at all. I, I, think, I can't see. I find that movie quite heartwarming, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I love it. It just doesn't seem like a Kevin Smith movie to me. It's and I do have Cop Out, which is not good. <laughs> that's, that's Kevin Smith. That's oh, Kevin yeah. Smith too. Yeah, wow. he's made a lot. He's made and that's he's Bruce Willis. He, and Kevin no, 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 no. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. The pre oh, Kevin Hart, as yeah. I said. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of wow. some other movie. Anyway, uh, huh. Hunter. Before oh, we okay. get too much yeah, on well, Kevin yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, I forgot all of a sudden. Oh, uh, Ed Wood was the last movie I saw. Ah, yes. Um, after Justin throwing it on his list and borrowing it to me, took me like a week and a half to get to it, um, but I watched it. Was it good? Yeah, I really liked it a lot. It, it was weird in the way, like, it didn't feel like, like, it didn't feel Tim Burton-y. Other than that, the intro credits and the title card felt super Tim Burton, and then it was, like, almost... Like, uh, which I, I told you before, the guy who did Moulin Rouge and Great Gatsby. Yeah, Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, that's, it felt like that after the credits. But um, it was still a great movie. Uh, it was, I never have seen, a, I guess, like a full movie that's, because that was like 50s, 60s? Uh, yeah, that, 50s everything took place in the 50s. 50s, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've never seen anything about real cinema in the 50s before, anything like a you know even like a documentary or i mean this is a biopic but um i don't know i thought giant depp was insanely like i don't know i've never seen him act like that i guess that before. was like his first time really doing anything like that too, yeah where he really did something out there and kind of like yeah did kind of a caricature kind of like didn't really do just a guy acting like he literally became the role very well, that's much. the thing is yeah. like i'm like man this is like it's very giant depp but I wonder if, like, Ed Wood was actually like this. If he's, like, actually becoming Ed Wood through this role. Yeah. Well, he doesn't really have much to base upon either, other than yeah. some of the people who are still alive, including mm-hmm. his wife, who was alive during the making of that movie. Mm-hmm. And also uh, just the couple of roles he did in Glen or Glenda. Because, like, mm-hmm. Ed Wood was not a popular guy. It's not like people were interviewing him and such. He made movies and he disappeared. Mm-hmm. And in the 80s, he had a resurgence and he was already dead. Yeah, so, after he died, he gained the cult status mm-hmm, for yeah. being the worst director. Ever. I, I guess it says that at the end of the movie, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, do, I do love that movie. We talked about that last uh, two weeks ago. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't really have what else. So yeah, I've, I t- I've talked about it. <laughs> I, oh, I forgot to... I, I, would, I think I gave it a, like a three and a half out of five for it. But, Chloe, what was your star review of Tusk? Six out of five. Out of five. <laughs> official, official six out of five. And then Zach, we'll get to the, we'll probably rank all yeah, of the yeah, Back to the Future. We'll get to that. Which spoiler? The episode is about Back to the Future. You haven't seen Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, I you were say we haven't said it yet. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, Justin, what was your last movie on Earth? Uh, last movie I saw was just a couple hours ago. I saw Teen Titans go to the movies. You saw? Yeah, I did. I all I know about it is people hate Teen Titans Go, which is a TV series. I don't know yeah. anything about, but. Is it? Yeah, I, yeah, I. Oh yeah, we talked about that. I, mean, I dislike it too. Like, I used to watch. I it like it for what it is, it. which is a silly Cartoon Network show. But it, after coming like, watching the original Teen Titans as a kid, it just 
It's like blasphemy. And see, it's not even like a good show. Like, there's one episode where they sing waffles, like the word waffles in varying tones yeah. for like ten see, minutes. It's ridiculous. It's true. Here's the thing: like you say, I've never seen the show, but you just saying that makes me think the show would be amazing because that's my kind of humor. But like, I get where you're coming like, from. Like it's, it's, it's not as smart as say a regular show or Adventure Time. But it's not as dumb as like Uncle Grandpa or what a, all, one of those other stupid shows. For the listener no, at home, when Zach was saying that, he had both of his pointer fingers <laughs> about an inch apart, and he was slowly tapping the table <laughs> from left to right. He was getting in the engineering mode there. Like, like, like not per syllable, but per like every second word. It was really cool. I just wanted to let you guys know that. I've always gotten like complaints about the TV show because I kind of know about the original show. And I think that people would be less angry if there was like, like a you know, Adventures of Sonic and Sonic the Hedgehog like situation where there's like two shows at once because that happened with Sonic the Hedgehog in like the '90s. There were two different shows. One was really comedic, the other one was serious. And if they were doing that right now, where there was a Teen Titans that was serious and there was one that was like the kids, you know, oh Teen Titans go, they're like having fun with waffles, like you know, if they had that, I feel like less people would be mad. However, I have no idea why they decided to make a movie, but I saw it, and it's the funniest movie I've seen yeah, this year. That, it's I literally every like, second of it was making me laugh. A lot of it's references, but I'll also say this. I've seen like I've seen a lot of comedies this year, like Life of the Party. I've seen Blockers, and I really don't want to see The Spy Who Dumped Me, but for some reason, I keep pushing myself to see shitty, you know, like really bad comedy movies. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably see it. But all I'll say is that Teen Titans Go is funny with the references, and it's got the kids joke. And they do the waffles thing, but they don't... They kind of do it subtly, like, the guy yells at them, oh, like... I saw that he's like, don't do the waffles thing, and he's got the waffles in his hand, and he's like, eh, never mind. Yeah. But uh, that made me laugh, even though I'm like, I don't get this, but alright. But this movie has three jokes in it, and two of them... Only three? Well... <laughs> the whole movie. They're really long jokes. Two of them three. involve death. <laughs> and they are dark. In fact, I was watching this. I was like, I can't believe they just put that in like a kids movie. But they are. It's some of the funniest like stuff I've seen all year. And I was, I was in the movie theater with three other families, and they know all the kids were yucking it up. But here I am, just during that scene, they're laughing. But I'm just sitting there like, holy! I just need to handle myself because I don't want to be the only one laughing in two <laughs> seconds. Like, it was hilarious and. It takes advantage of everything it needs to. I don't get why it's on the big screen. I have no idea why did they. Who at the studio was like, "Hey, you know, let's make a movie about Teen Titans Go." I think it was really to piss off the people who hate on Teen Titans Go. <laughs> but for me, who just I don't know either way. I don't really care. I thought it was a funny movie, and it has the best joke about Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. The whole Martha scene. It has the best take on that that I've ever seen. Like. I I didn't I've never thought of it the way they did and I was like that's funny, hmm. it is good humor that is a good time, <laughs> but okay so this it. is this is what like the, I've only heard good things about the movie so yeah. far I heard that it's like Lego Movie like style oh yeah almost. yeah it is uh, Nicholas Cage is Superman yes he is which <laughs> he, was to the, he was supposed yeah. to be he was supposed to be Superman I feel Superman in the Tim I feel movie. redeemed finally yeah <laughs> and yeah. Uh, there's an end credit scene, right? There is an end credit scene. Is it what you're talking about? The whole, uh, it's the original Titans? Yeah. Yeah, they do do that. And I, and when I saw that, I was like, that's going to piss them off more because this movie was not them. 
Yeah, and no, it's all the original actors. No, I know, but I'm saying like the movie is Teen Titans Go, and then at the very end, they're like, "Oh, here's the originals from like the 2003 series." Yeah. But this movie wasn't about them. But here's a quick, you know, apparently they're they'll probably bring them back, especially well, since isn't that what the end credit was all about? Yeah, that's I what think it's we found about. A way back. Yeah, but I I just kind of I thought it was still gonna tick people off because like. They just sat through a whole movie about the show they hate, and then they're like at the very end, they're like, "Oh, maybe we'll bring back the other one." No, I bet they will. Like, I think they the, will too. On the DC streaming service or whatever. I'll say really quick about the movie is uh, I almost forgot. Uh, I'm already forgetting about it. Shoot, <laughs> I'm literally forgetting. <laughs> like, the whole. Yeah, I was saying. <laughs> Shoot, if it, never mind. I'll have to figure it out later. Uh, but <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> oh, I remember. No, there was. Uh, well, there's references like the Back to the Future in that movie. Really, funnily enough. And there's also a reference to, like, just not just DC properties, but, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. They do a ref- real quick reference to that, and it's hilarious, but... Um, so just like a, it's a super meta. Yeah, it's a, bunch of, it's a bunch of references, and it's not like the story's much, really, but it's, like, it's just, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'll say. I need to go see it. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's worth seeing, especially if, even if you hate the show. Yeah. I'd give it a try. Oh, that's what it was. The animation styles. They have a lot of different animation styles. Not just oh, that, yeah. you know, like... Cartoony. Adobe-looking, like, yeah. Teen Titans Go style. Like, they threw a bunch of different... Including stop motion. They threw in some, like, anime-looking stuff. And they threw it... They just... They went all over the place with it. And Michael Bolton has a song in it. And <laughs> Daffy Duck is in the beginning of the movie. What? Yeah, like, because they did, like, a little Warner Brothers intro oh, with okay. Daffy Duck. It's just... It's a good time. It's the Gremlins 2 of the DC Universe, <laughs> to be honest. Weird. Yeah, yeah it's right. a lot of... It's good. Okay. Dang. Yeah, well, I'm being serious. Like, it's not yeah. just these... It's out there. Huh. <laughs> what what <laughs> Movie Club. Movie Club? Uh, maybe. I, I would if other people wanted to go see it. Honestly, I was gonna go see the Spider Dump Me <laughs> instead. Yeah, I. Really? If you go see that, let I, me know. I mean, I'll go. I'm up for seeing the teaser trailer, and I thought it looked good. See, I so. think it looks kind of funny. Yeah, it, I like Mila Kunis. I don't, I don't I, really like the other McKinnon person. See, to me, it looks like another like throwaway comedy. Like, yeah, like I what was that Spy? Just Spy with the. Uh, but oh, that's no. really good. It, it is good, but it's not. Like, I get what you mean. I don't, okay. well, who's the actress in that? Wasn't it Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, I like Melissa McCarthy. Because like, she's just, just like, like movies, so. she just like makes fun of herself and like farts and stuff and like <laughs> like I guess it's like kind of funny, I, but I like not really. Like I don't. I wouldn't pay to see it. Why is that everyone's criticism yeah. of her? The farts. I've never seen a fart joke in a Melissa. I mean, uh, maybe there's. Oh, well, that's okay. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. But like, I mean, yeah, with her as the centerpiece, it just doesn't. Like, even the Happy Time Murders, I, I want to go I, see it I because see of the puppets, oh, yeah. but Melissa McCarthy is, like, a turnoff for me. Really? Like, like I'm like, ah, I guess I gotta go watch this seems movie seems like now. that kind of, con- it's, it just doesn't hit with me, I guess. Yeah. I thought the premise was, like, brilliant. Like, oh, yeah. the whole, like... Well, that too, like, but... Did it, right? Yeah, like, oh, my spy, my boyfriend used to be a, was a spy. Oh, I, was I didn't know this, and he broke up with me, and, oh, Happy Time Murders always see, brilliant, I've too. Seen a movie I am like excited that, to see though. that. I've, I've seen a movie with, uh, it wasn't, like, a like comedy comedy, but it was, like, with Ashton Kutcher, and, uh, what's her name? She, she was the girl in Knocked Up. Uh, oh, Catherine Heigl? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's basically the same premise. Same Ashton thing. Kutcher was oh, a spy. Oh, Killers. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. Was cool. oh, yeah, it was I a guess good I, movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that good one. movie. Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't like a straight comedy. Though. I never saw yeah. it, but I, I guess it was that funny. was. It's basically just... the same yeah. premise. Yeah. 
It was like came out the same year as like Night and Day, which was also like the exact same premise. <laughs> which yeah, which which came out five years after See, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is also the same premise. <laughs> yeah. See, it's like not also the an, same an original. Premise. What I'm trying to say is, I thought it was unique that it was Mila Kunis this time. Okay, uh, it's yeah. different yeah. actress. Oh, it's true. It's true. Um. <laughs> anyway, we it's should also probably to Jump Street and Men in Black. Same, <laughs> same premise. <laughs> Alien vs. Predator is the same premise. Uh, shoot, I forgot about all that. Yeah. Um, oh wait, that was in a different segment. Now, <laughs> never mind. We're, we're, you're talking about things that people don't even know about. <laughs> All right, this is a little uh, plug to watch our movie news episode that was released with this, so you can get that joke. <laughs> but anyway, we could uh, yeah. we could move on to Back to the Future. You know, Back to the freaking future, which man. we are talking about for uh, well, there's not an anniversary going on, so actually, I have no idea why we're talking about it. But yeah. it's uh, it's a franchise. We all love it, right? I mean, we we have a new fan, of course, but we don't know if she's a fan. She a fan? Yet. Oh we yeah, we do. Find we know. Out. <laughs> but keep listening to find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I, I I I've always loved the franchise, like oh, yeah. deep oh, yeah. love, passion. You know, I haven't seen the animated series. I should. I own it, but you know, Wait, you, own it? you own it. I bought. I bought the when in 2015 they released a big old box that came with everything. Big came with a little box. booklet and. Uh, well, actually, it was the animated series came with it, and then there was a little booklet to promote the big book, which I also own the big book now. So, like, I yeah, I'm a big fan. Have Have you played the Telltale game? Uh, is that's kind of the sequel, the kind fourth of, one, yeah, sort it's of unspoken sequel. I haven't played that one, but I've played I've the. Played. I haven't beat it. The, the Nintendo version, the really crappy one, where you you walk around and you. Pick up clocks and. <laughs> does no, yeah, this is like a straight. That up sounds story. so cool. <laughs> Doesn't really understand what the movie's about. Chloe's into it. Like, so. See, like the Telltale oh, game, it takes place like right after. The yeah, movie. no, I've seen, I've seen the cutscenes. I've just, I've yeah. never, I've never played it. Mm-hmm. Same with like they also did one for Jurassic Park, which no, yeah, they, I never they did it for like Batman. Yeah, they do. They everything. Anything that they won't do a sequel to, <laughs> basically. Except they did do a Jurassic Park, whatever. <laughs> Point is, they didn't yet, but. Anyway, but I love the fran. I know you do. Yeah, yeah. It's your second favorite movie. Yeah, ever. It's my favorite movie ever. Yeah. It's on my when you guys get my top ten list. It's at the very it's, tippy top of my. It's definitely 10. in my list somewhere. I haven't figured yeah. out my order of my list. I haven't really put a lot of thought into it, but it's definitely Somewhere in the there. ten. Oh yeah. It better be in your oh, list, <laughs> and it's pretty high up too. It's, yeah. Yeah. Nice. The whole trilogy, or yeah, are you just yeah, saying like the yeah. first one? It's it, because so, you said yeah. earlier, I don't yeah, know if that we're like, recording or not, but you like the see, second they're really one a little close, bit more. so they would probably both be in my list. Yeah, really? Yeah, wow, that's cool. I mean, they're both pretty dang good. Yeah, part two, yeah, holds up miraculously well. When they had the big, you know, of course, 2015 rolled around, they like did the big. You know, celebration yeah. of it basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, October 21st, 2015, I believe. Yep. Uh, they had it at the Marcus movie theater in town. They only showed the second one. I wish they would have done mm-hmm. the whole trilogy, oh, but that they, been great. yeah, but they only did the second one. But it was cool. Someone brought their DeLorean in, which mm-hmm. I got to take pictures in, and not to brag, but I even made it on the news. They were recording, oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was cool. Are you serious? I, yeah, yeah. I watched yeah, the news later. I rode, I rode my hoverboard there. Oh, did? Were you there that day? <laughs> no, I was, <laughs> I was excited. Well, I mean, there was a, everybody was there dressed yeah. up. I of course. 
I had my already my costume of Marty mm-hmm. McFly, and I, I told Evan to come, and I said dress up, and he came real quick, but he just had like a Biff shirt, and he's like, I'm Biff. I'm like, I love it. You're, you're the local town rapist. I love it. It works out. And I mean, rewatching that movie on the big screen, I think that was the last time I saw it. So it's been three years, but watching on the big screen with a crowd like that, mm-hmm. man, I was like, oh, yeah. I actually forgot how good the movie was. And not only that, but Evan strangely told me this, but he's like, you know, that guy who played Biff's a really good actor. And I said, you know, <laughs> he steals the show in the second one. Like his his character, like pretty much is terrible because oh, at yeah, the like, end of the day, I'm like, he's a rapist. Wait, like that's Biff? bad. Wait, are you yeah. Talking, are you talking Biff? Oh, I'm or, talking Biff. Or Oh, oh well, it's old Griff too. I'm saying no, Griff and old Biff. I'm saying he he was right. I'm like, why? Oh, yeah. Or why, Mad Dog Cannon. Why yeah, did Tom even that one? He steals that that movie too. I was like, why did Tom Wilkinson just kind of disappear after that? Because I'm like, yeah. he is actually really good in this role, and I'm like, yeah. he steals the show. But that was weird. He told he was the one who told me that. I'm like, you're right. I'm like, he is the best part of that whole movie. Yeah. But anytime it comes on screen, you're like, oh, things are going to get wild <laughs> up in here, man. Um, yeah, but I mean, we could talk about the first one, of course. Re- yeah. Released, I have the dates on here July mm-hmm. 3rd, 1985, as many of you know. So the day before July 4th, this was a big deal movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the sense that, you know, back when they didn't do sequels all the time, you know, so yeah. they would do like their big movies every year, and this was Summer the big blockbuster. one. Yeah. Produced and, by uh, Steven Spielberg. I'm trying to think what else even came out in 85. There was a couple other ones, because like, uh, Shoot, there was one that came out that same summer and it beat. I think it might have been uh, Crocodile Dundee two. It came out. <laughs> that was what it was competing with. It well, because it came out and the weekend after that beat it, but then the weekend after that, Back to the Future got number one again. So it was like it was number one like all summer basically, and uh, like yeah, Marty McFly was portrayed by Michael J. Fox. Actually, Michael J. Fox was in Teen Wolf that same year. And uh, he was also still on. Uh, good was a good family ties. Fa- fa- family ties. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what came out that summer, but 1985 also had the color purple, Rocky Four, Commando, mm-hmm. The Quiet Earth, uh, Teen Wolf. So dang, yeah. he had two yeah. movies. Yeah, and, and, and well, he was doing Family Ties yeah. while shooting Back to the Future. So he was sleeping in, in the, the first between. one. I don't know if he was doing the two and three though. Was he? What, no, know, he no. was done by then. But, no, yeah. yeah, when he okay. was doing Family Ties, he was filming the first Back to the Future, yeah. and he would sleep in the car in between because yeah. he'd have to film at like two or three. Yeah. In the morning. He, he was basically running off of four hours to sleep that yeah. entire shoot. Well, you also know like Eric Stoltz originally was hired oh, to be yeah, in the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. and you know they basically after like four weeks of shooting something like they did a lot of shooting. A lot of this footage has never been released. Who is he? What's he? He, he was gonna be Marty. Who is Eric Stoltz? Oh, uh, I know. The only other reason you'll know him probably is he's from Pulp Fiction. He plays the guy who's in the house that they take uh, Mia Wallace to to get the shot in her. He's the guy in like the little like uh, really. He's like in the robe and he's like eating the uh, fruity berry or whatever. What what's the name of that? I forget the serial name, but like (laughs) he's in that. That's that guy. That's him. Okay. He was gonna play Marty. And he was their second choice, so they really wanted yeah. Michael J. Fox. And even after four weeks of shooting, they said, can we please just use Michael J. Fox? And like, mm-hmm. fine, but you're only going to get four hours of sleep. Yeah. And he did it, and it was worth it. They had a ton. Of, that was when Weird Science came out that year. Yeah, oh, that was Explorers, one of Explorers, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Cocoon, The Goonies. 
And a Rambo, lot of these Part Two, Pale Rider, Police Academy Two, hey, Lady well, Hawk, and Breakfast Club. What was that Part Two you said? What was that? Police Academy. I think that might have been the one that like it came out and it was like it beat it for a week and then uh-huh. the next week Back to the Future came out. A lot of those did hit number one, but yeah. Back to the Future pretty much had the whole summer yeah, up until like I bet. October basically. These are just the eighty-five movies I've seen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, but well, that was Letterbox. I used to research this, by the way. Uh, Letterbox <laughs> promoting it again. Yep. You know, even though they take out no Letterbox. <laughs> All right. I uh, but that movie is uh, Teen Wolf came out. He had filmed that before, and that was kind of a smaller movie. And I think they the studio kind of rushed that out then because yeah. they were like, you know what, he's a big deal now, so let's get that out because people know who Michael J. Fox is. And and uh, before that. I think the only other movie he was in was a TV movie called Poison Ivy, which I don't know what that is, but I own it somewhere. (laughs) For some reason, I own it. But Uh, what was your inner? Do you remember your introduction to the movie? Like the first time you saw it at all? Yeah, Um, perfect age of I don't know. Whenever you, I don't know when your parents finally decide. Oh, you can watch movies and actually comprehend them yeah 17 but we were <laughs> in good old bob's video which you know what that is oh, our I local i remember old bob's video. floodwood video store which uh the swamps video store sounds horribly scary <laughs> very back corner would be all the old movies and a lot of the 80s movies and back to the future just one day we didn't own it we didn't own a lot of movies surprisingly but like uh mm-hmm. we uh they bought back to the future adopted and buy, borrowed it because my dad was like, you should check this movie out, because it always was one of his favorites, mm-hmm. and uh, he was, like, telling us about it. He's like, when we saw this, like, we didn't we didn't even know what was going to happen, man. It just, the car blew up, and no one knew why. Like, we just were <laughs> like, what? And I mean, I kind of find that hard-pressed, because I'm like, I don't know, isn't the movie called Back to the Future? I mean, I feel like you could kind of figure out mm-hmm. maybe it's time travel, but I guess, I don't know, maybe movies, they didn't really do anything like that before. They did, well, but not to a large yeah. scale like that. They had a different title in the works beforehand. Spaceman from Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm on my. Oh, I, have you seen my lunchbox? I haven't. You, you seen my lunchbox? Seen yeah. On one side, it's it's Back to the Future. And the other side, it's Spaceman from Pluto. Because <laughs> it's an alternate universe. And it's got it's like part of it's like half from the comic book cover that the kid holds up mm-hmm. from Twin Pines Farm. Anyway. Later, the Lone Pine Mall or <laughs> Farm. I was gonna say though, Spaceman from Pluto was never seriously considered. That was basically that was the studio head was saying. Like, was that like their Blue Harvest? Well, no, not even that. Like, cause they didn't need to cover up the name of the movie. It was basically the studio head who had known about the movie said, "Oh, dude, you know what? The name of that comic book, Spaceman from Pluto, that's such like a '50s B movie vibe to it. And that this movie's going back to the '50s. You should call it Spaceman from Pluto." And the writers and the producers were like. Oh, we do not want that, but this is a studio mm-hmm. head, and it's like he he just demands things. And you know, Steven Spielberg, big guy in town, has been popular for like ten years because of Jaws. Basically, said, mm-hmm. "Let me take care of it." And he sent back a letter saying, "That is hilarious. For, uh, that is a <laughs> hilarious joke. You are so funny. Ha ha ha! Thank you for that clever joke of thinking we'll call it Spaceman from Pluto. Like he thought it, he was yeah. making it seem like it was a joke." studio never asked about it again because they were like well <laughs> steven said no because <laughs> he his, his word went and uh which they got lucky to have him you know helping that was like steven spielberg's big first like production where he was like they did gremlins before but this was the one where he was like heavily involved in he's like i want to make sure this movie i'm gonna help you guys 
And so, yeah, I, I but I saw it on VHS, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course I loved it. And it didn't, I must have saw it, I don't know what age I was, but I saw it where I understood it. Because mm-hmm. it is, it's not complex, but. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I got the movie, um, as a white elephant, like, in a white elephant gift. I don't know what you guys call it, like, dirty yeah. dice sometimes yeah. or whatever. Um. But so so I got it basically you know randomly, and I was like I don't know, maybe like five when I got it, and my mom's like oh that was like one of my favorite movies when I was a kid, like I'll let you watch it when you go home, and basically since I was five I watched it like several times a year, mm-hmm. up until now, and I still have the original VHS that I had like that I unwrapped, um. But, yeah, dang, I understood it right away. I think I remember the first time watching it. I remember watching it in my mom's room on that little tiny TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, dang, yeah, that kept with me. And anytime, like, I, even if I didn't, like, realize it was my favorite movie, anytime people would talk about movies or movie making, when I was a kid, that was the first movie I would reference in my mind, like, I wonder how they made that movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder, like, how they did some of those shots or how they, why they would write it so weird, you know, and yeah. stuff. and. Um, yeah, it just stuck with me. And then once I realized I had a passion for film, I knew I'm like, that has to be my favorite movie. Mm. And, it, and it holds up still. Like, oh. while I watch it, I'm like, I try and test it every time I watch it. Like, maybe I like something else more, you know? Mm-hmm. And no, anytime I watch it, I'm like, this is easily my favorite movie. <laughs> okay. Like, in every way, like, not just on how well of a movie it is, like, production-wise, mm-hmm. um, but of my pure entertainment value. And how often I would desire to pull it off the shelf and watch it. Um, yeah, such a freaking good movie. It's not a 5 out of 5 for me. I think I have it really? like 4 out of 5. Because it is a great, well-made movie, but it's not a perfect movie. Okay. So. You don't give your favorite movie a 5 out of 5. <laughs> it is in my heart, but <laughs> I know that it's not like, you know, it's, it's that, not a... I'm trying to think of a movie. It's not Children of Men. For me, which is a five out of five movie. Not that everybody don't make... can have a Chloe grading system. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be an eight out of five like Chloe. That don't yeah. make damn sense. Yeah, I think that sounds around the same age as you, probably around mm-hmm. five, six. When you I, got I, your I, white elephant gift? Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> how old were uh, you, Chloe, when you had your white elephant? Gift? Uh, I was about how old am I? Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> how old am I? Nice. No, yeah, but I, uh, I think I owned it. Uh, my mom. We lived in Goodland, uh, which isn't too far from Floodwood, mm-hmm. uh, and we didn't have cable or anything, so she'd just buy movies all the time. She'd just buy movies she knew. Goodland is more of the swamp than, no, yeah, than it's, Floodwood it's, is. It's, it's, it's the depth yeah. of the swamp. Uh, You're almost as far as Swan River. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I got water, thanks. So. I'm bringing them over. I'm bringing over Sunkiss for everyone, just in case. There's a little plug me. for Sunkissed. <laughs> Sunkissed. Who's Kissed to the sun. Uh, <laughs> Who needs a kiss when you can get sunkissed? Yeah, and I... And me. It's, 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 it's really, like, it, I understood it right away, too, even mm-hmm. with my young age, and uh, it was my first introduction to, like, the theory of time travel and all, oh, like, sure. altering things, and it... Like before butterfly effect and anything mm-hmm. like that, and it just like blew my mind. It was such mm-hmm. a good movie. I I still love it. So. You know, it's funny you mentioned butterfly effect because I think I saw that movie right after seeing Back to the Future, <laughs> and I like kind of became obsessed with like movies like that. Mm-hmm. So like a couple years later, when they did Meet the Robinsons, I didn't see it initially, but like 
when they released it on DVD and I finally mm-hmm. did see it. I was like, what? why haven't I been seeing this? So I'm like, it got to the point where I'm like, time travel, it's, it's probably like my second favorite genre, which is, mm-hmm. it's not really a genre film, but it's like, that is like any movie involving time travel, I'm pretty much going to love it. That's why like Days of Future Past yeah. is my favorite X-Men film. It probably yeah. is because of that. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman, of course. But yeah. also like um, any movie basically involving time travel, I mean... Second favorite, only the heist films because I've never seen a bad heist film. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. totally that butterfly effect. I, I have not seen it since, but I remember thinking but that and, is interesting. Like, and, I, <laughs> and I think that might be why. I, I mean, we're gonna get into it more, but is why I might prefer the second Back to the Future more than the first because it goes more into altering mm-hmm. like the past and making big changes with small mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. things that happen. So. What did you think of us in the yeah. internet? You just saw them all. Um, well, the first one didn't really get a fair shot because I had already watched, like, four movies before that. I was on, like, <laughs> Which a were movie those movies? bender. I don't know if we had those. Yeah, what were the movies, yeah. by the way? Okay, I don't know if we so had that recorded yet. I watched the first two Kill Bills. <laughs> the first two. The only two <laughs> the Kill only Bills. Two. <laughs> the two Kill Bills. We wish it was the first two. Which We'd are, like that third one. They're definitely on my top ten. I love those movies. Um, and then I watched Mother. And then immediately after watching Mother, I watched Back to the Future 1. <laughs> That's so wild. odd combination. <laughs> yeah, so I think my brain was, like, done with thinking. So the first one isn't, like, I didn't like it that much. It's also the one that I knew anything about. The other two I had no idea. Like, I knew the third one was a Western, but that was it. And the first one, I knew basically the whole premise. I just hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't as excited for that one as I was for the other two so but the first you did you like it still or I liked you... it it wasn't a bad movie. was it a okay. 6 out of 5 <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm, this one might actually get like a 3 3.5 you just gave it a normal rating that's that low that's low <laughs> holy cow <laughs> Three out of five, <laughs> as compared to your other seven or eights out of five. But I'm that blaming hurts. that solely on the fact that I was already burnt out, burnt out from mother. Because that's true. That's that hardcore. That's a juggernaut that was a, of a That was movie. a mind rape. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, I mean, but it was so a good, good movie, and it tied in well with the second one, which I like. That's one thing that I really like about the movies, is the first few minutes of every movie is the last mm-hmm. few of the last movie. Oh, yeah. I, I want to know about that. No, real quick. Rewatching, you watched the second one pretty much immediately after the first. Uh, a few hours. Same after. night. Okay. Did you notice that they totally reshot everything and yep. the, the different? Well, well I said it right away. He's yeah. like, "Hey, that's a different girl." Yeah. And I was like, "Wait a See, second. See, they went mm-hmm. back in time, and Jennifer face morphed, <laughs> including and like became Elizabeth Shue. The fact that they like they, <laughs> yeah. they hold on Doc's expression a little longer when they ask him about like if they become assholes. They like he's like thinks about it. They didn't have that in the first one. <laughs> wow, they changed a little. Yeah, they changed a little beat. It's uh. Yeah, you can watch comparison videos online, but like it's uh, it's a little different. It's still impressive though the how well they recruit. No, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, it's for especially for the fact that they didn't know how popular Back to the Future One was going to be, so they had nothing ready. They did not have a sequel plan. They just did that basically as like mm-hmm. a joke and had nothing planned. Didn't save probably any of the sets or props. And for mm-hmm. how much they recreated it. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah. especially in that time when, like, people didn't... I mean, they had VHS, but it's, like, it's a situation where, like, they didn't care too much about continuity in the 80s. Like, people weren't th- going to be thinking of that. Mm-hmm. But they put a lot of time into it. I hear that 
in the book I read about the making of it, they said they had the VHS on hand and the TV, and they were watching it to make sure they got every shot perfect. And it's mm-hmm. it's unbel- it's one of the best recreations ever. Yeah, even if you watch him like grabbing the garbage and putting it in there, it's like the same. Yeah, it's, yeah, same it's, just, it's just the same. The way yeah. he's like holding like the beer can yeah. before he puts it in, it was like, like it's just like you can same. notice if you watch it like right after mm-hmm. one another, like mm-hmm. their sentences are a little like different, different just mm-hmm. tiny little things that you can pick up. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of funny that they like decided to like hold on his like that that one major difference is that doc does kind of hold for a second and think about because in the original it's like well we become assholes or something and doc's like no, no 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 you're fine but when they did the second one He's like, what, we become assholes or something? He, like, thinks about it for a second. And that that's the only yeah. difference. And that's I'm pretty like, good, though. But that's funny. Yeah, I'm like, I'm glad awesome. they did do that. Because they're like, I'm sure the actors are like, this would be better. It's like they're acknowledging it's a separate take. Yeah. You know? It's like a mini little joke with him. Yeah, exactly. But get this. So, like, since I had on VHS and growing up in the swamp and not having access to anything movie-related other than what I could get through White Elephant Gifts, mm. um, which isn't true, um... Maybe, I think I was at least 12 or 13 by the time I found out that a part two or part three existed. Yeah, I think I I thought it was like, I remember I told so many people like, I'm so bummed out that they never made a sequel. (laughs) They set it up really well for a sequel. And then, I don't know if it was maybe Justin or someone. Definitely wasn't my parents. My parents just never told me that there were more movies. In they the knew... time before internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, how else was I supposed to know? And my parents, yeah. they knew I loved this movie, but no, they never were like, you know, there's more. We can get <laughs> yeah. you. They just were like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I... And finally someone's like, there is a part two and a part three. And I'm like, no freaking <laughs> way. And I was mad at the earth for not telling me sooner. And then, I don't know how long it was before I tracked him down. And so I, I was... I had watched the first one so many times before I had given two and three uh, run for their money, and I loved them. Yeah. I, I had that VHS, and same, I think I was like 10 or 11, but uh, I went to T&B Pond one day in Hibbing, mm-hmm. and they're the same like three-pack that you have. Mm-hmm. Like I found that, and I was like, what? Really? There's two <laughs> <What>? and three? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, yeah. Yeah, so I was like finding the holy grail <laughs> yeah. in a pawn shop. Does anyone else know this? <laughs> You're dumb. Dude, did you know that there's a part two and part three? Back to the <laughs> Third one looks weird. <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy finding yeah. out that much later. Yeah. And yeah. That's good. It's good. It's like that time I went to the VHS store and I saw it. Superman 4, The Quest for Peace? What? That must be just as good what? as the first one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, I I really ho- wish when you watch them that you had no idea that the third one was a western because yeah. that'd be great. Just yeah. well, I guess they have the trailer in the second one, so it's like kind of yeah. throws yeah. you off. Yeah, but that's right. it'd be trailer, great, trailer. like if you just watch and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a western. And I mean, now. my stepdad is a huge fan of the trilogy. Like he has the October twenty first shirt, twenty fifteen. He has a shirt. He was all excited for that day. And I remember I was walking through the living room one day and there was a Western on TV and I was like, what are you watching? And he's like, oh, it's Back to the Future. And I was like, haha, very funny. And he's like, no, it actually is. And I like <laughs> looked for a second and I saw Marty and I was like, what's happening? It's <laughs> not Marty, that's 
Clint Eastwood. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> wow, someone hasn't seen and like, like, Part 3. At that point, I didn't know there was a 2 and 3. I yeah. thought it was just that one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what happens in this movie? <laughs> yeah. That's like... Is it I mean, one? It's not a sweatshirt. It's just a t-shirt. Oh, He's yeah. not I, a I made sure to get the sweatshirt up. <laughs> I was there October 21st. Yeah. Uh, say your thought quick, because I want to say something about that, but, you know... I can't remember. My... I was just going to ask Chloe more about what she thought of him, but... Oh, yeah, like... Um, well, yeah, what did you think about, like, what did you think about the fact that these became a Western suddenly? Like, was that, because that was the one that always threw me off as a kid. I've mm-hmm. come to really love it now, especially, like, mm-hmm. the climax, which, that's right up there with the first one. And, you know, even the second one. Second mm-hmm. one, it's not as much of, like, a high-tense climax, but it's, like, a really, like, shocking climax. Mm-hmm. But I love the third one especially for all the effects, the miniatures, and kind of like the whole science of it. Like, mm-hmm. you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. There's going to be a bridge there, but mm-hmm. we just have to do it at this time, and we need to get mm-hmm. you pushing there because we don't have gas, and we need the train to go that fast. And I'm like, that situation's almost more complicated than the first movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is nuts. And then you got, you know, Clara on the horse because she's running after Doc, and then she's almost falling off, and Doc's like, I think I'm gonna stay here instead, and you're just like, oh my, it's just, mm-hmm. it's like the first movie all over again, but, like, that same kind of tension. And I yeah. love the lead-up to the third movie, too, with, like, the letter, and mm-hmm. like, <laughs> he left this That's for you. That's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is my favorite ending. It's been is, sitting is here for a hundred I mean, years. I don't know, the first one's still the best, <laughs> but yeah. it's, in far of, like, in, in, in light of, like, most movies that end, I guess, which is all of them, that's like on my probably my top ten favorite endings of any movies, Back to the Future Two. Yeah, yeah. it's just well, so cool and ominous, and like because you know that's a sequel that will have a sequel. It's like no freaking way! <laughs> like that's so cool, you know? And yeah, yeah. And like it. I knew nothing about two, so when it ended like that, I thought there was gonna be like a few more minutes. Like I didn't mm-hmm. think it was gonna end right there. Right there. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was cool. You uh, cause you were. I know Hunter told me you were thinking you wanted to do a podcast on like scores and everything, music. No, that's my friend Nate. Nate, oh yep. okay. Nate, who well, did he did the intro song that we have? Yeah, the intro uh, uh, done yeah. by Nate. What's his last name Christian? now? Christian. Yeah, he yeah. did the intro music, and he's really great. And mm-hmm. I did not just confuse you both. I'm just every one of Hunter's friends is a big clump to me right now. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I haven't really met any of them, but like I keep meeting them. Sure, made up. You're not the scorer. I did the music. <laughs> I invented Zach. <laughs> I was surprised when real people walked in. No, he's been just doing the voices. Um, I uh, no, I was gonna say the score for Back to the Future. For Chloe, Zach, I've been doing the voices this whole time. I was gonna say, you are an expert at that. Oh. I, don't I sound like... oh, I thought he was just doing his own. <laughs> Never mind. I um, I was gonna say I love the score to Back to the Future. Oh yeah, but oh, so some of my favorite moments in it is when it just kind of holds on the music sometimes mm-hmm. and like. One of my, my, of the Back to the Future Part 2 ending, when he's sitting there and he's like burning that book, because that's mm-hmm. the thing we've been chasing basically the whole movie, it's all his fault and he gets to burn and he's just sitting there like, like, he's just sitting there on his knees like, thank God finally, it's just this windy storm, it's crazy mm-hmm. and Doc's up there looking at the newspaper, I really like the music there, because yeah. it just lets it hold as it burns and I'm like, that is awesome, mm-hmm. but then it's gotta show, throw that twist in there real quick, like, it's not over, and then you got the guy from Western Union showing up, which I don't know if you tried this ever, but the whole going to the postal service and telling them, hey, can you hold a letter for me? I tried doing that, which basically... <laughs> what? <laughs> we tried I, As a kid, 
Big fan of the movie. I uh, I went to the postal service with my little letter, and I wrote explicit instructions that said, um, "Hold letter until time travel exists." Time, tell the time traveler to come to, and I put the directions for Main Street, and I put the time, which was basically 15 minutes after I sent the letter, and I gave it to them. So I sent it in, and I sat by the bench, and I just said, <laughs> I sat on the bench street, because I, I said Main Street, because I knew it would be a dead street. I sat there, and I waited, and I said, in 15 minutes, if there ain't no time traveler here... Time traveling real. It'll never <laughs> be real. The time traveler never showed up, so I was like, well, "Time travel's not real." So how, I walked. How do you home. know? Though? Here's the thing. I'm, Fifteen minutes. They screwed. They screwed me over because I went home. A couple days later, the mail came back and said, "Cannot send." And I said, "Screw you! You're supposed to hold on to it." So time travel maybe still does exist. <laughs> you had hope a couple days later. Yeah, it was for a few sad. days, you're like, it doesn't. Oh, nope, will never exist. Had There's no, no proof that this will ever exist. <laughs> So I was so sad for a couple of days, but then I was I was enlightened again because I realized the letter didn't send. But now I've been sitting for about how many years ago would that be? Like ten years ago. So I've been sitting on this idea for ten years now. Like, how do I figure it out at this point? <laughs> oh yeah, I did that. Oh, man, I thought you would have. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I wish I would have. <laughs> I kind of want to try it now. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm the only person it's in history all, to actually all write letters. Let's have a contest. Whoever can get a time traveler <laughs> to meet them first wins. Different streets, same time. Yep, yep. You win a Blu-ray copy of Back to the Future. <laughs> Signed by the Cinema Cast. Yeah, sure. Cinema Swamp. Exactly. Dang. Okay, what did you think about Back to the Future 3, part uh, 3? I didn't think I would like it because it was a Western... Okay, so when I lived with my grandpa, um, we lived in a very small town in Cromwell, which is really close oh, to Floodwood. Yeah, the, also mm-hmm. the swamp. There is nothing to do there, so in the mornings, before I went to school, he would have Bonanza on. Hmm. And I hated Bonanza because that was like my morning routine. I always heard the theme song, and I hated it because it was early in the morning. So I was like, westerns are terrible, I don't like any of them, I'm not going to like the third one. Mm-hmm. And I was actually really pleasantly surprised. Like, it was, it's probably, so the order that I like them probably goes 2, 3, 1. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. I don't hate one. <laughs> one. It just, you gave it a three. It has Only a three out of four. I said three That is really about the negatives. Three out of a hundred, how dare you? <laughs> I, uh, I can kind of buy why you think it's, it's two, three, one. I can kind of get that because at that point, like, why do you like the movies? Is it for the characters, really, or is it for more of the story, or is it for, like, the twisty time tur- like time stuff they do with it? Well, like, like Zach was saying in 2, I really liked how they addressed the butterfly effect because I think it was a short story by Ray Bradbury that brought up the butterfly effect. That was my first exposure to time travel ever. I read it in, like, I don't know, I was pretty young, probably fourth or fifth grade. And I thought that idea was super cool, and I really liked that the second one addressed that and did mm-hmm. a good job addressing that. Okay. So I think that's why I like that one the most. And then the third one, I think it's just fun. Did yeah. you like all the callbacks from it? Because like for me, I really like three because like I mean two and three were shot like together, but um, there's little things in it that I just I love every callback to the first mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But then like there's a scene that I loved forever. Um, where the, how they find out something and the camera zooms in on Marty and he says, 
oh great Scott and then it yeah. oh this Doc's is heavy, heavy. Comes <laughs> from behind him, I know this is heavy and I'm like that's so cool like what other franchise could you do that you can't do that with Han Solo and then like Leia's like like you had a bad feeling about this or something you know like like no no other franchise can really do that I don't know I just love that little thing that they do I do like about the third one is that they are just fully fledged out characters by then so it's yeah. like you can tell that the writers really kind of know who they're writing at that point and sometimes I can you know make it worse because then they're starting to turn the character into a one note like mm-hmm. oh one dimensional which they kind of get that way but I still think it works simply because they at least throw some more stuff in there so like for, I mean it's not really Marty's movie but it is Doc's mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. he finds a love interest which mm-hmm. A lot of those scenes aren't too interesting, but it does really make it up, make up for it by the mm-hmm. end because it's like, I don't know, you start rooting for the guy, and oh yeah, I, I will say like as a kid, I I hated Clara because I just thought this is random, why is she yeah. just in the movie mm-hmm. now out of nowhere? But I've really come to like the character now. It is mm-hmm. Mary Steenburgen. Is that her name? I believe so. Yeah, that's Mom it. From mm-hmm. That's the thing that's is like I when I see her in other right. things, now I'm like, that's, that's <laughs> weird. She's in that or she's in. Uh, the Lake House. She was in Book Club. I don't know. I've really? never seen the Lake House, but she was in Book Club, and she's hilarious because she's with Craig T. Nelson. Mm-hmm. They're just old people, and they just want to like. Mm-hmm. She's trying to spice up their sex life the whole time, and he's just some grump, and it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. But Thanks. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Doc finding a love interest, Chloe had oh yeah a gripe with that. I have a few issues. Yeah, tell us. This is a perfect place for it. The franchise. Okay, so the whole trilogy. Well, I, I mean, have one it's, major it's one. It's kind of relevant hilarious. in the whole trilogy, but like throughout, like the second and third one, Doc is like, okay, we have to get back to our time and destroy the time machine and be done with it because time travel isn't good. Like we're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. And then the end of the third one, he comes back with the flying time I, machine. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh. And he also said, so in my notes, it says, um, Doc Brown lies in capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> he lied! He typed that out for yourself to remember. Well, yeah. well, I wanted to make sure I had yeah, it. Because yeah, exactly. like, he says he's not going to read the letter. He reads the letter. Yeah. He's not going to find a love interest. He finds a love interest. He's not going to make another time machine. He makes another time machine. Only a so, fifth deal in absolute. <laughs> I think that shows is that he is a character who just, being the scientist and being very smart, totally always backs down on his actual ideas yeah. because yeah. with yeah. the letter at the last second he's like I don't want to die so he opens yeah. it and yeah. he just said and what does he say to it he's like but why'd you do it he's like I figured what the hell he's like that is hilarious yeah. Yeah. and that's also doc though that's exactly. the thing. Yeah. He, that's his 100% character is even from him like when he's on the first one he's up on the clock and things are going crazy and he like zip lines down <laughs> and then he gets electrocuted yeah. in an effort like he is very much like a oh what the hell you know yeah. at the last he, he's intense about one thing but at the end he's just kind of like okay like if you want the first one every time that lorraine is hitting on marty doc looks at him like okay <laughs> i guess we're doing this now you know and yeah. like I, I love it because i mean they both do that marty like he's you know, calls like he's called a chicken, and then isn't he like goes in reverse really fast at the end, and mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, I don't, know. I I love Back to Future because of that because it shows us that no one really is 
as serious about our, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even with strong convictions surrounding the space-time continuum, mm-hmm. which could end in nothingness. Yeah. Um, I get that. That you know, was just Doc's a big still, like, issue that I yeah. had when he was like, "We gotta destroy this. It's a bad yeah. thing." And then he has another Comes one. Back. I was like, Come I was on. like a little frustrated in a way that it was a train. I was like. Couldn't yeah, you have like built something cooler? Because it did train, look good to like, me. Dude. It just looks kind of cheesy. Also, I, yeah. Also, and then I mean, he's got kids too. Yeah. That was the big part that mm-hmm. bummed me. Out. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But that, like, that's also physiologically. I don't think that's like, possible. So <laughs> much time has gone past since he said that in his like timeline mm-hmm. because he had those kids. They're like ten. Mm-hmm. That's ten years after he said that, or mm-hmm. even however longer it took. To, well, there was a part where he was. When he was in the future, he was taking some sort of, like, face rejuvenating oh, stuff. Yeah. And he peeled his face off and it's the exact same. No, no. that See, what they did there was they made him look older in the first one compared... Yeah, Like, like in true. the in the first one, yeah. what, in the 80s, they made him look older from when he was in the 50s. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then he did the face rejuvenation, air quotes. And that's his actual face? And that's face? his actual face from, like, the 50s. Because oh, I just realized that this last time I watched wow. it. Because Christopher Lloyd didn't want to be an old person makeup the whole movie. So like, can you just make a reason? He's like, yeah, real quick. You know, in the future, they're going to have this stuff. I think when he went to the future, he, like, you know, shot up some real good drugs that just keep him, like, mm-hmm. young. Botox? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, Young drugs. <laughs> Botox. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like, here's a quick thing. Like, the first movie, you know, when he comes back and he's like, you know, you got to come back to the future with me. They did it as a joke. Well, for that scene, he had the old person makeup on because, yeah. you know, that's just, oh, well, we're in the 80s, so he needs the old person makeup on. So when they made the second one where, like, uh, you know, we don't, he doesn't want to wear the old person makeup the whole time. They found a real quick way to do it. And then they, like, <laughs> kind of whole explanation. He's like, I didn't think you'd recognize me with it. And it's like, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> he's saying it while he's peeling it off. <laughs> he's actually peeling the silicone wrinkles off. And Marty's just like, you look great, Doc. <laughs> but... They do fix a lot of continuity. Like, the other thing is they, they... The filmmakers have always said for the second one, had they known they were making a sequel, they would not have brought the girlfriend with. Because... Oh, yeah. I don't know exactly the reason. They just said she would have... They, they didn't really know what to do with her in the story. Which, part of me is like... I, I feel Same like... Thing. I feel like you could have done something with her, but they just chose to be... Uh, to be honest, kind of lazy. I don't know. But, mm-hmm. like... They uh, that's why like as soon as they get back to the future in just drop her off. Yeah, they they just you know they well, just even, yeah, pass her they, out. They, they knock her out, put her in the future. She when they bring her back to the age, she's just passed out. Yeah, that's, that's the thing though. Okay, so I've been thinking about this for a long time, <laughs> like ten years. <laughs> so we have when Marty goes back to the future the first time, the first movie. Okay, he goes to sleep in his bed, and when he wakes up. His everything's different. Yeah. His family's different. His car's different. You uh, know all that. Yeah. So did he go to sleep in the like refurnished house, or did he go to sleep in his old house and then it had changed? I think it was overnight. a refurnished house because even like the mall, it was Lone Pine by then. You know. Yeah. It, and like, he just was so was tired changed. he didn't yeah, notice th- that his house so. was completely different. It, he was exhausted. It was okay. Yeah. He, he I was, can buy that. Okay, but so at the end of that movie, right? yeah i'm thinking about it right as i'm i can remember they go to the future to to 2015 with doc okay they meet up with biff uh jennifer meets her her older self she freaks out passes out Mm -hmm. um they go back in time she need to go back to to normal timeline 1985 Mm -hmm. 
But when they arrive, it's dystopian 1985 right. because Biff. of Biff. So future timeline, <laughs> jump forward. Biff who went Biff to goes back and then creates a second timeline, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is Biff Let's line. pretend this line is time. Yeah. So, exactly. <laughs> so then, so then yeah. when they want to go back, they don't go back to there. They go to here, yeah. right? And yeah. so now they're in dystopian, right? Mm-hmm. They still have knocked out Jennifer with them. She's mm-hmm. not re, yeah. re, not reconscious again, so they drop her off on Jennifer's porch in alternate eighty five. In alternate oh, eighty five, okay. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. all right, and they they leave her there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Doc and Marty go on their little thing at, at Biff's Paradise. Is that what it's called? Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Some, yeah, his casino. Yeah, they do all their stuff. Um, they run around, uh, you know, and then eventually they have to go back to nineteen fifty five again. Mm-hmm. So they go back. And they, and they fix stuff there because of what Biff did. Mm-hmm. And they go back to 1985 and everything's normal. Yeah. Okay. Normal ish. Or no, no, they don't. I no, mean, they eventually they go back to yeah. the West, whatever. But, but at the end, they go back to 1985 at the end of part three. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer's still sleeping on the yeah. porch swing. Yes. He, that is not Jennifer. That's not. It is. Jennifer Prime. That's but not. It is, it is. She has the facts from the, this, the future. Here's she my had explanation. A dream, but that doesn't make sense. No, but he, he, he explains it though. He says when they go back to fix everything, like she's just gonna be on her porch, like. But that doesn't dystopian, make sense. I have because have she's not Jennifer Prime. Though. She is. She, she is. I will tell she you real quick. The, yeah, she has facts. the facts. I, she has I, the facts from the future. I will say real quick. That's know. a quick detail to notice. She has. disappears. Here's my only explanation. She has that. When they sense. When they go up with the rest I, of the science in the movie. I've always thought of this too. And my only explanation is because... Well, I mean, the real explanation is it's bullcrap. They just... It's a terrible plot hole because they mess around the time too much. Yeah. But what I really think is the fact that the way I explained it is when they go to alternate 1985 and they're running around doing their shenanigans, during that time, there are alternate... Jennifer's. There's an alternate Jennifer. There's an alternate Marty, and there's an mm-hmm. alternate Doc. They never run into them. Doc, you know, as they say, Marty's like in boarding school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Doc in jail, and Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Maybe she doesn't even exist, or whatever she You're is, just or maybe inside the house. The house. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's what I mean because as we know, Jennifer Prime is Marty. <laughs> Jennifer two, whatever is it. So that's not actually Marty's house because you know his parents never married. That's not theirs, and. Maybe there's a chance that Jennifer's parents never went there, but, you know, I'll just mm-hmm. take the guess of maybe Jennifer, you know, the alternate Jennifer's inside the house sleeping, her family's in there, mm-hmm. they never see her on the front porch, thank God, because they maybe freak out, or maybe they'll just think, oh, there's our daughter sleeping out there. But mm-hmm. the point is, their whole explanation is, when they change time, everything's going to change, and as the changes happen, she is sitting in that timeline, but the changes are happening around her. As they are happening around them, but they are just not in that time yet. The only... There's a plot hole here because technically when they change time, basically Marty and Doc and Jennifer would have all disappeared because they're from a timeline that doesn't exist anymore. So they would disappear. But the movie gives leeway to that because they still need to make a movie and they need to have a third movie. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's theories out there that... You can still exist if you change time and you go back. I call bullcrap on that, but what I'm saying is that that's their explanation. Is that very much the fact that they can still exist from their timeline? 
and that since they went back all together and that she was dumped there for some reason when the timeline changes marty and doc go back to their real timeline and she's still there because the changes just happened around her basically but that's it is that uh so then it becomes is it still time travel or is it dimension hopping because well see it, and that's where i think it's dimension hopping in two and they you know like i said like they go here they, they have this yeah. second little thing well then when they, they go back again to like here if you see my little drawing here they go here and then they go basically they bridge the gap to what's normal yeah okay and so marty and doc prime if you will okay they've successfully done this and they shouldn't have disappeared even when those other timelines got changed because they're still prime you know they're still yeah. themselves they're still within the the confines of the delorean able to still be alive within the time travel continuum i mean like marty's hands disappearing in the first one but that's because it was completely no possible future where they were around yeah um this that they're still you know their prime self whatever so maybe they would have started fading whatever but they left Jennifer Prime in a timeline that was that was over here, yeah. and then got completely erased. Yeah, like but then reappeared so, as the same timeline, so but if, just with slightly just, different changes. So if the, I know it doesn't so make weird. sense, but if, like, if the Marty in Switzerland <laughs> still exists, does the Marty in like where George McFly is cool? Like, is that Marty still around, or is that Marty Prime now? Like, did he take his place? Marty Prime yeah. is still. He's still Marty Prime. Yeah, like, but he changed everything. Yeah. When they get things back yeah, to normal, it, <laughs> there's not like a new version of him, which technically would make sense anyway, because I feel like every simple change they make makes a slightly different universe. Yeah. 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 But a lot of that I just call bull crap no, on. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm okay with it, it. But for me, I, when at a straight watch through the movie, every time, the science, like, doesn't it doesn't go quite i don't want to say like into the science it, to me it's straight up like it's murder just, <laughs> like, yeah. like they just Genocide. left her on this like horrible porch they, well, and then yeah. left they didn't think anything of it it was just like well, i don't remember bars being on the window and, then and, it's, and it's the argument that the producers made like you know had we known we were making a sequel we when i brought her with but we yeah. had to bring her with so we had to do all these mm-hmm. like sketchy things like that mm-hmm. Did you ever know that... Well, this is just going off topic. But basically, I don't have an explanation. I yeah. kind of do. But like <laughs> in my head, I've it makes enough sense. But also, I'm never really thinking about her when no, I'm watching that. So it's like... Yeah. But I like, really like her, her narrative or like her arc, I guess, during the future. I like that a lot. And I really enjoy it. Yeah, when she's like hiding and everything. And yeah, yeah, when I she's trying to figure out what she's doing. She's... Yeah. I think yeah, they could have done something with her. audience like a view into future Marty's family. Yeah. Yeah. Did you sure. ever know that part two was supposed to be more written about George McFly actually being in the movie, and he was going to have a larger role, and it was going to be um. Like he was going to go with them. Yeah, uh, not really, but like Pretty weird. What's the actor's name again? Uh, Crispin Glover. He was going to have a role in that, and basically they weren't going to kill him off. They were going to do a completely different story, but they learned oh, really Charles early Angels. on. Yeah, <laughs> him, of course. <laughs> that, that, that was, was the spin-off. Creepy <laughs> That was the lost script to Back to the Future 2. They uh, were going to do more with him, but then when he really quickly said, I didn't want to come back, and the writers didn't really like him either, they mm-hmm. uh, they cut him out, and they just made a whole different story mm-hmm. where you know they just killed him off because that would be the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. And they used the stand-in for the scenes that he was in, which... Did you notice that? 
it was a completely different actor when they mm-hmm. flipped him upside down mm-hmm. which oh wait yeah I I mean I didn't really take a close look at his like face yeah. I mean it was but, heavy makeup regardless yeah. yeah they put like a prosthetic chin on him and they flipped him over for good measure because they're like look this will be a future invention and they mm-hmm. just to cover up the fact that he's mm-hmm. really not Crispin Glover and I don't think it's a it's not a bad job yeah. and later in the movie uh, the third one actually um, when he's like walking to his car or whatever they have the glasses on him so it's really quick but mm-hmm. I never can tell but like I said they originally were going to do something different with the second one but just oh, quickly just, learned you mean like in the Biff universe? yeah well I mean I don't even know if any of that stuff would have happened I have no idea what they were <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the, they were going to do but yeah. as for the whole Jennifer thing though that it's yeah. it has that's something that that's probably the yeah. biggest plot hole in the series well, that and then Einstein kind of gets me because isn't Einstein a puppy? Yeah. In the eighties, thirty years prior. No, he's he um, <laughs> and then he talks about freezing Einstein in two, I think, where he like cryo freezes oh, Einstein or something. Or when did he do that? In two, well, they mentioned freezing, like freezing Einstein. He could have. He had Copernicus in oh, yeah. the nineteen fifty five. Nineteen fifty five, mm-hmm. but there was a. A puppy version of Einstein. Wasn't there a puppy Einstein? I don't think there was ever a puppy version. I don't as understand. much as oh, okay. there was Einstein in 85, and then Einstein, he stayed in 85, right? And he left instructions yeah. then to Marty to say, hey, go feed Einstein. Maybe. When oh, he yeah. was going back yep. in the yeah, third right. movie. So Einstein but, was basically there the whole time. Yeah. Just waiting. Well, weren't they? So I think I remember Marty was like, when after they went to that alternate, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 85, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dystopian. Um, yeah, Marty was like, what about Jennifer and Einstein? And Doc was like, it's okay, we'll fix everything, and it'll go back to our timeline. Oh, yeah. So didn't they leave Einstein and Jennifer in well, that dystopian? Did they? Did they have Gen- Einstein with them? Einstein was I not so. with them in nineteen uh, in 2015 yeah, he was or in 55 him. when any of that stuff happened when Biff went back to 55 changed the timeline and they went back to an 85 mm-hmm. blah 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 doesn't didn't, exist didn't Doc like go back to his shop to go find Einstein though like in the Biff universe mm-hmm. I thought he did no Coper- Copernicus was in 1955 well in 85 alternate 85 yeah, yeah. He, went he, ba- he went back to there but he saw the whole place was like torn to bits and what yeah. my whole thing always was that Einstein just didn't exist because, you know, it's an alternate universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't with them when they were making the changes, so he didn't get sure. to be part of that universe. Mm-hmm. But then he was, like, back when... The, well, Doug uh, Brown was original. in an insane asylum in dystopian 85. Yeah. He was committed. So when they brought back normal 85, you know, Einstein also reappeared. Since yeah. he never journeyed with them, he never was part of the whole, like, yeah. existing beyond that. So, like, the whole front porch syndrome or whatever, you know, being, like, thrown on there. Doesn't and, make sense. Yeah. I, I, I get it. I though. think that would have been fun to see committed doc oh yeah <laughs> insane asylum doc they go visit him or something to get like a like see him like on the news or something yeah <laughs> like see how crazy he actually yeah. was or if he was just like normal he became a terrorist <laughs> <laughs> he became a Libyan he was like the Libyans <laughs> he's leading the Libyans he put a bomb in a pinball machine <laughs> in a pinball machine he made a pinball machine out of bomb parts <laughs> hot twist the pinball machine bomb actually worked and they blew they blew up the ball while they're at the yeah. mall and they're like oh god <laughs> like, yeah. new high score <laughs> did you notice so out of 
all the little things that happen in um in the franchise like we've been talking about twin pine twin pines mm-hmm. mall he hits one of the pine trees mm-hmm. and that's yeah Lone i pine noticed mall. that mm-hmm. they talk about the bridge and in, in part three where it's they call it uh it was originally called Clayton Bridge or whatever. Clayton or Clayton Bridge. Ravine. Clayton, Clayton Ravine, Ravine, and then it's Eastwood Ravine. Yeah, yeah Eastwood. I noticed that. Um, they have little callbacks in that. Like, I don't know. I remember the first time I had seen... I, it was like during a rewatch that I had seen the... In the beginning of the casino and, and the entrance, there was like a little thing about Buford Tannen and stuff. Yeah. I hadn't noticed yeah. that like the first few times I watched it. And I'm like, oh, okay, that, that's them obviously leading into the yeah. third one. Um Man, there's like, there's so many, or like Mayor Goldie Wilson, like that kind of stuff that always, or like, did you notice like in the first one, like when they played Johnny Be Good, like that's, um, Chuck Berry wrote that, Uh but Marvin Berry and and Starlighters. Yeah. Yeah, That's another thing that bugs me. They made a white guy write Johnny Be Good. (laughs) Yeah, but Michael (laughs) So they took that away. (laughs) So they took that away. (laughs) I could totally see people getting like mad about that. And I'd be like, I, yeah, I mean, they, the filmmakers weren't thinking that, but like, that's Mm -hmm. totally, that's, I buy it. Like, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, no, not, not, I don't buy it, but I'm just saying I would totally, if someone someone criticized the movie for that, I'd be like, yeah, you know, that's, it's a criticism because that is kind of like, yeah, the the biggest like probably like one of the first like I don't know black rock and roll artists. Yeah. It's like oh he got most of his work from a white guy. <laughs> like, oh yeah, classic. Well, it was the eighties, you know. He doesn't care. What did you think about like the Marty's mom grooving on him? See, that was like the biggest thing that I knew from the movie. Okay, really. So I, was, like, I knew it was coming. I was well, ready for well, it. What you knew but, like, of Back to the Future was from a comedian. Yeah. Well, and Chris, Hmm. my stepdad. Yeah. So it didn't have you, like, you weren't like, I didn't know how creepy she got. I knew they kissed. That was all I knew. And then, like, she was, like, all (laughs) up on him. I was like, "Mm." or she was like, he can stay in my room. And I was like, no, he can't. No, he can't. Okay. So early on, you're already like, were you were you like this is weird or like man, the '80s were able to get away with this so well? I was. That's what I I think every time I watch it. I mean, I feel like if a well-done movie tried to do that today, they could get away with it. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just like, I think it's a weird concept. Like, yeah. I I'm think surprised how hilarious. well they did it. Like, mm-hmm. It was a well-done, weird concept, but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we always talk about, like, that wouldn't have been able to be made now. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I think... I think that part probably could have been made, but, like... But, like, Hot Tub Time Machine, you have to, like... Yeah. Make a joke out of it. Yeah, that's the thing. You like, can't they do it seriously. They went, like, like yeah. they did. They did it well, seriously. Well, I mean, the, it wasn't really doing it seriously, though, because it's doing it for the fact that, like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like, this could probably happen. Like, this yeah. is exactly there what There was a happened. horror to it. Yeah. Like, it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. When what? time travel's real, I gotta be careful. <laughs> I might end up kissing my mom. <laughs> the only part of it that I feel like is kind of problematic nowadays is, like, okay, so, Biff, I mean... He's supposed to be this big bully throughout the movie. He's just a big dumb bully, and it's like whatever. You know, he's funny and such. But then, like, very like out of nowhere, like he's just totally gonna pretty much what they're showing is that he's gonna rape her. Like that is what's gonna happen. Yep. And was, I'm like, okay, we're doing this. But then, like later in the movie, you know, he's just like 
waxing their car, you know, because, you know, this is the now the new universe or whatever, and he's, like, waxing their car, and he's, like, kind of being friendly with them and such. And I'm just like, okay, there's, like, a there's an aspect to this I could buy because, you know, like, I don't... The not, 50s, man. Maybe they just thought it was normal, weird. but I was like, what What did you think of that? Because I think that, like, would be one scene that'd be problematic. Like, no, he would not be there, and now, like... Making this whole joke the entire time that he's this just classic 50s bully who is now a rapist. Like, okay, wait, we were just making, like, really, like, silly jokes with him the entire movie. And the second and third one, which he's great in, but Mm -hmm. it's totally on the premise of he's still a rapist. Like, that's, I don't know if we should be laughing and, like, be like, ah, good old Biff. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's like, he tried to rape her. Like, he would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for meddling George and those nasty futuristic marty kids and like yeah i wasn't expecting it to be like that like i thought he was just gonna get in there and like try to kiss her and like hug her or whatever and then she was like i don't know <laughs> Give me a hug. she was like upside You're down dress i, I like, can't oh hug you right God, happening? it was crazy uh, yeah. hey I, I have a question uh so he was like in the fixed universe where george became confident in himself or whatever biff like is like nice to them like, mm-hmm. and stuff but when they go to the future he's like an a-hole again <laughs> in the diner when he's old well they kind of fix that was by it? the only thing is what in the first movie they did it as a joke because they didn't know the second one was gonna exist yeah. so they made it as like oh you know he's now he's just a doofy hey, he's, to- he's totally under george but in the second movie and the third movie, they already show that, you know, besides just in front of them, because he's scared of George, mm-hmm. he is a dick to still everyone yeah. else. He's a dick to Marty later in the third movie, and then he realizes mm-hmm. who it is, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. But then I'm like, I totally buy that he'd be a dick, because, like, there's many people like that. Yeah. It's like, they're a dick, and then they see someone they're scared of, like, oh, hi, what's so, this? So do you think in the future, like, if George was, like, around in that diner, he'd, like not be a dick. Yeah, like, if he, like, walked in suddenly, he'd be like, oh, hi, George, how you doing? Like, well, yeah. He's just scared of him. <laughs> he, like, drops his cane, starts bowing to him. <laughs> I, I, I think that's what would happen. I yeah. think he just is I trying to be friendly with him because he's still... been such a good scene. <laughs> well, because, and he also, he still totally has a very, you know, disgusting, but totally, like, is still infatuated with Lorraine because <laughs> he he tell yeah exactly so it's like he's still it's totally and that's probably why he's still friends with her which is still like to me kind of problematic because I'm like boy like I mean maybe in eighty you know the the original film in fifty five when he's all getting down on her maybe the producers were not thinking oh this is a, totally the beginning of a rape scene maybe they weren't going for that maybe they just thought. Oh, you know, the, it's just a classic. You know, he's trying to get a kiss and being all touchy-feely, but I'm like, you know, now we've gotten to this point where we, you know, everyone realized, like, that's that, that's not good. Like, well, yeah, the <laughs> panic in her voice. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's already not something. good, but it's like, yeah, like, back then they probably just, people in the audience probably just thought, like, oh, yeah, we, we've we all seen this before. And like, mm-hmm. oh, the guy saved the day. I'm like, nowadays it's just like, there's so much more awareness of it. They're like, like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, I don't know, I kind of think that's the only part of it where I'm like, they're just kind of friends with him in the end. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, but that's, you know, 80s movies I love because they're so out there mm-hmm. and weird and, and you can, they were able to do things that you just can't do now. Yeah. But that movie is the pinnacle 
of like eighties film for me. Anytime I think of an eighties movie before I think of Star Wars or Indiana Jones or The Breakfast Club or The Goonies, I think of Back to the Future. I think it's yeah. the number one quintessential eighties movie and because it, it has all these like eighties tropes, it is very eighties, it has all these other stuff where it's an eighties outlook on the fifties, an eighties outlook on the future. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it it's just... an eighties outlook on science and on what what is cool. You know how Marty displays himself as cool. It holds up. Yeah. Everything holds up to now. Where you're like, I can live in 2018, watch Back to the Future, and be like, dang, I wish I was cool like Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like that is like good movie making. You know, or where you could like see his adventure and be like man I would go on that exact same adventure you know not just like some Lord of the Rings thing or Star Wars but like man that's not that far out of my realm of possibility mm-hmm. I could be Marty McFly you know yeah. I could mail a letter <laughs> <laughs> and wait I was gonna get my time machine <laughs> I uh yeah it's like I already, I've said this probably that time I talked about Back to the Future but like mm-hmm. yeah it's a movie that despite the fact that it's totally in the 80s and it has a lot of 80s references because it's like it's trying to make apparent this is the 80s and he goes back to the 50s making it very apparent for as much of it like being a time capsule and kind of like you'd think oh like any other movie that do this be outdated next week I mean they have jokes about Tab and Pepsi Free in there which Mm -hmm. both pretty much became non-existent like right after the movie came Mm -hmm. out but it still is like the most like timeless movie ever that anybody can watch. I I have yet to find someone where I show them the movie and they don't like it. Like yeah. it just yeah. doesn't happen. Never. But uh, what I thought was really cool is that back, you know a lot of movies they get re released in theaters and they have they're kind of like a a revert you know a resurgence as they say and it, you know you can sometimes see them in theaters or you know people are talking about them again. And when it came to that date, October 21st, 2015, what I really loved about it was that it was everywhere. Like, it was, there were tons of, like... It was a holiday. It was. And, like, YouTube videos are talking about One of my favorite things of, like, all time was Jimmy Kimmel had on his show, in character, for the first time since the third film. Like, Doc had been the character before, and Michael J. Fox had done the character but before. not together. They had not been together since... The third film, mm-hmm. and they were finally back together, and I'm like, this is amazing. Like that was one of my favorite, like, just things ever. And what was great about it is, we are all not from the '80s. We are all born '90s. 90s. Yeah. We mm-hmm. did not get to experience Back to the Future as it came out. And what I like to say about things like Indiana Jones and you know Star Wars is that you know I was really happy they did new films because it gave us a chance. You know, kind of lived that because when those movies came out, everyone got to live them, and yeah, we can see them, but we don't really live them. But it was cool to like see Force Awakens or Crystal Skull and see them on the big screen. (laughs) I I mean, to a lesser sense, but you know what I mean. (laughs) But what was really cool is when Part Two came out. It's like they re-released them and they were talking about them, and it was just so cool because we didn't get to see Back to the Future for the first time but it was so cool that that, for a moment that is what everyone talked about and we got to live on the day that everybody had always talked about Mm -hmm. and that was one of the coolest things ever to like go to that movie with tons of fans all dressed up to just see all the different things people did on TV for their shows on YouTube videos everything it was one of the coolest things ever like Mm -hmm. honestly loved it and it was like I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it was like seeing the movie originally in theaters, but 
it felt like that. I was like, this is like, it's like it's coming back, and I don't see it ever getting as big as that ever again. But no. it's amazing in the three years since, it's still just talked about just as much. Like it's amazing just how much that movie's talked about, even for like people who are like. They're not big film fans. Because any film fan you talk to, they're like, of course they're going to go to the 80s. It right. seems like the big thing right now. But it seems like that movie in particular, there's something about it that just everybody latches on to. And it's like, I mean, it does got a little bit of everything. But you go on and on about that. <laughs> also, I do like the third one, even though it's like just randomly a Western. Also, it's, it's weird that the whole thing is a western for me. Because mm-hmm. the second one goes out of its way to be in three time periods. and I mean, like to be primarily set within three different things mm-hmm. that we haven't seen yet, really. You mm-hmm. have this alternate perspective of 55, you have a dystopian 85, and then your normal future 15. And like, but you're in 1885, the whole movie. Um, and that's like. I like it, and it's a great movie. I love it. it's the exact same thing as the first one, but a Western, and it's now it's about Doc. Like, the whole thing is about Doc, and, like, when you talk about writing in Jennifer for part two, like, part of me, like, wouldn't mind if he would have went back and picked up Jennifer, and because he knew that if he left her behind in the dystopian, <laughs> she would die. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's like, I have to, like, I have no that, choice, but I have to bring her with. That would add to, some stakes to that. That would have added, so then, that way it's not so much about Doc. Like, it's, you still have Doc Brown with his love story, but now you're balancing it out with, with Marty and him, and he's with Like, he has to go back to the Jennifer, dystopian place so he can and save like, her from disappearing. Yeah, like, he's still, like, trying to figure out, like, if he's gonna really fight Biff, if he's gonna shoot him or not. But that could be. I think the stakes would be higher if you had Jennifer there, <laughs> who's like, yeah, you can't, you can't fight him. Like you can't, you know. Like what if you die, you know? And and like you have. I think it would have been a little cooler to drag Jennifer into yeah. 1985 or, or to 1885, and then had her go on. Because then it's like the four of them are trying to figure out what they're gonna do. Doc and them stay. Mm-hmm. Him and, and Jennifer go back to the future. I think that would be a cool, a slightly better of a premise. Mm-hmm. It would have made the movie a little bit more worthwhile for everyone. Make her character a little more full-fledged and yeah. give her more like, yeah. character development. Yeah. Okay. It might have been like a slightly longer movie, but yeah. I think it would have been... Like, you could have a part where, like, where she almost dies in the ravine, too. So yeah, it goes so from Clayton Ravine to, like, Parker Ravine or something yeah. dumb, and then, like, Eastwood Ravine at the end, yeah. you know, or something, and... I think that would have been kind of neat, you know. Or what if they even introduced like Biff had a sister and she's like <laughs> a total jerk to Jennifer, you know? Whereas <laughs> yeah, I don't know what a girl's name of no, I'm just, Biff would be. I'm just picturing like some Buffy dumb, or something. I'm just picturing like some dumb scene where like Clara and Jennifer go off and they're like talking about Doc and Marty and like how they're dumb. <laughs> yeah, they're weird. I uh, I didn't ever realize like I I mean I did, but like explained to me like that and I was like man they there's no stakes to Jennifer and Marty's relationship to the point where even when you know the future 2015 sucked and then they fixed things Mm -hmm. for 2015 we never saw both instances no matter what they still got married they still had a relationship there's nothing to that. I'm like, and this is a guy like, like you said, dumps her off at the porch and pretty much forgets about her. I'm like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. is he really the never best boy? Wa- he says he loves her and like never once <laughs> like goes really back. And then he's like, oh, you're still here, kind of in the end. Like, <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I kind of was worried, 
but you know. I mean, I don't know. I'm like, is he really the greatest guy? Even like in the first movie, he's totally checking out these other girls' asses exactly. in, in front of her, and yeah, she right. just like turns. She's like, she's like, she like barely brings his face back. Like, oh, like today, oh like that's another thing. Like today, like what would have really happened is like what is been done with him like post oh, yeah. on twitter like yeah. you should just hear what my boyfriend did like, yep. Yep. <laughs> everyone hates you now right. before we get out of epi- uh, the third movie part three uh, part three yep um million ways to die in the west oh yeah <laughs> i haven't seen it so oh, yeah, i want to see it but okay. there is a real great joke in there where they pretty much do the third movie yeah really yeah they, they it's a reference but it's huh. like that movie was kind of i didn't like the movie but those there was I that... started it on a plane and at first oh yeah five oh, minutes yeah. was, was enough for me to turn off because i was sitting be- between this like old asian lady like <laughs> old old chinese lady and a muslim lady so i was like yeah i'm not gonna watch this sounds this like movie. the beginning of a joke like <laughs> a muslim lady and a chinese lady walking to a plane and i watched million <laughs> today ways to die it, it's not the greatest movie. It has a few good jokes. But, but that is one of them. That's, that's the highlight of the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is By far. Basically, I mean, Doc Brown shows up. Yeah. And it's just him from the third movie covering up the time machine. Yeah. It's just like, weather experiment. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen You've that. probably seen, seen that, that clip. Yeah, like... It's actually Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, it's yeah. actually him. <laughs> and also in the movie is... Oh, I was going to say the other really funny, memorable part is when Django from Django Unchained shows up and it's just him. Yeah, he just shows up at, in the after credit scene, I think. It, yeah. Yeah, so he just shows up at this like little shooting gallery. Just show it's his character in the costume and everything. Like that is great. Wow. So there's moments like that, but the rest of the movie sucks. Like it's not good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I do like when he's talking about like the doctors in the West. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It's, uh, it's, Sounds like you need a donkey kicking. The, the best parts of the movie is when <laughs> Seth MacFarlane is basically talking and he's doing like the Family Guy jokes where they just kind of yeah. go on and on. He's yeah. just saying like, he's, he when he's talking about how people die in the West, yeah. he's like, it's like that's our sheriff. He's been laying there dead for three days. <laughs> like, it's like no one's done anything. <laughs> yeah. But, Anyway, that, that is, that is yeah. funny, though. I, I, I like to consider that part of the universe. <laughs> oh, yeah. just, a, just a tiny corner. <laughs> I thought, after watching um, Avengers Infinity War, what <laughs> Bring that in. <laughs> What I think they should have done is for, you know, for the next one coming out next year, mm-hmm. they should have done, like, a Part 2-style trailer, like they do in the Back to the Future Part 2, which, it's not only just in the theatrical version, it was, it's in it every time no matter when you see the movie and um i think they should have did that for infinity war but without showing actual scenes from the fourth movie they should have just like did like you know like chris pratt and robert downey jr in the west you know like, <laughs> just like i play that music you know da, 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 and just make it and then be like avengers for next summer or whatever and just like mess with <laughs> they're just riding off into the sunset because well that's my whole idea to say yeah someday like i i've always thought if i make a movie in one of them mm-hmm. i really want to do that just at like the, like the after credit scene have it be just the Back to the Future 2 trailer, like, shot for shot, and just have that music, <laughs> mm-hmm. and just, like, to throw the audience off. Because <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Like, I, I'm su- I'm surprised, like, no, like, video or anything has ever done that joke, where at the end of it, they're like, here, here's just the Back to the Future Part 2 trailer, <laughs> just to mess with you. But, or, like, Dead Man's Chest, they could have done it for that cliffhanger. Just, like, in the future in the West. Pirates are in the West now, <laughs> and then they made the Lone Ranger. So yeah, kind exactly. Of it. it's just a Lone Ranger. <laughs> but um, oh, you uh, you said you watched Back to the Future, both of you did. 
Yeah, I've seen it before. We've on seen VHS. It. <laughs> I was going to say. I've seen it before, yeah. <laughs> and you say you didn't know they had sequels. <laughs> yeah. And on and, uh, the end of the... kind of had the same experience. A couple of the VHSs used to actually say, to be continued. Yep, yeah, said it said on mine. I thought it was like a, did we have the same a joke. VHS? Probably. Did you, did the exact same one. Someone steal my tape and then give it to you? The white elephant did But no, they... I Yeah, it said to be continued, and I just thought it was like... They never got funded to make another one. Like I as mean, a kid, I, I never thought gave that. thought to it. Like, <laughs> there just, is a lot of movies that do like that because I thought. I mean, like obviously, Star Wars has sequels and now prequels. Like, you know, Indiana Jones had sequels. I guess this is just one of those movies that just you know was good but not good enough. You know, and then I found out it was very much so good enough. Yeah. And well, you know that <laughs> that to be continued over. wasn't in the original cut. That's why when you watch it on Blu-ray nowadays, it's not in there because. Mm. That was added just to the VHS, mm. just because the second one was in production, sort of like yeah. add that quick. But then when they released it on DVD, they're like, just cut it out because that wasn't part of it originally. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of movies that do do that. I mean, like 2016 Ghostbusters at the very end, they're like, who is Gozer? And then never got a sequel. Or Mac and Me, which ends with, we'll be back. That hasn't happened mm. yet. Or Super Mario Brothers the movie when they show up and he's, you know, in the apartment room and they're like, he's like, we need your help again. It's like, it's like, do you believe her? And he's like, oh, I believe. It, that was 93. I've been waiting 15 years for that sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's... No, that movie sucks. But <laughs> the, the movies do do that. So I guess I could believe like being thrown out by that. Like, oh, to be continued and being like, mm-hmm. oh, it just didn't do well enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for years I, I thought that. Every time I watched it, I'm like, oh, what's wrong with the world? It'd be great <laughs> if they just brought that back. Yeah. <laughs> They should, they should do. Like they should 30. do a sequel now. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, like one of the things I thought we should talk about is if they if they were to re- remake it. Now we we've talked about, I don't know, on the show really, but sequels mm-hmm. before. If they were to do a sequel, which I'm really happy they never have. Yeah, I don't think they ever will. Yeah, and no, it's pretty solid altogether. And they have the game, but it's like that's yeah. yeah. Ultimately, I don't think they should. They shouldn't do never. anything that's directly tied to the trilogy, but. We have talked about what if, like if we had full reign over it, what would be cool to see? For like a remake. To, yeah. Like a remake. Or, 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 well, we've like talked about a sequel too. A loose, like almost like a, what Ghostbusters was, you know, where it's like, it has some things that are similar, but it's not, you know, like if, if they were to do, in my mind, like a, a, a hot tub time machine version of it, or like a uh, um, 21 Jump Street style humor of it you know and either have it in the 80s and have the basically exact same story with these modern characters with new jokes in it or you have it a modern take where they go back to the 80s and then they go to the future you know to 2045 or whatever yeah but like me me and my ex-girlfriend we had like a list of who we would have as um who we would cast in this quasi sequel reboot remake of you know mm-hmm. and for a while like I couldn't think of anyone because you have to pick pick someone who would be who would represent the coolness of what Marty was in the 80s mm-hmm. something someone who could be funny but still be cool without being cheesy cool you can't have like Zac Efron in anything no. now because it's cheesy okay. mm-hmm. you, you have to have someone that has a weird cool aesthetic about them but is just as well as making Comedy and the only person I can think of that would be hilarious, I think, would be Jonah Hill, <laughs> being Marty McFly, being exactly him now, like his. Seriously? I um, couldn't take him seriously, his, as Marty. No, really, I, that one, I couldn't. 
Oh, but that'd be an interesting take. Okay, I, I have a good, I think, is a Do good you have one. it written down? No, I don't, but I'm <laughs> looking up, uh, his name. Who are you looking for up? For Marty. Uh, Joe Keery from Stranger Things. Um, Which one is he? Is it, yeah, he, is he the cool one? Yeah, the one he's, that, he's, oh yeah, he kind of has a. Oh, he, oh, you know what? That, that actually beats what, my idea. That yeah. guy, yeah, you know? he could. I think he'd make a good. I I think that's I like him actually. from like that's season two of Stranger Things. I'm saying, see, I'm thinking like season two Stranger Things, yeah. but just the only thing you take like, is that you know that fake cool mm-hmm. factor he had in the first season, mm-hmm. and just. Make that like part of his character too, but make it legit. Yeah. But like even in he has like those Domino's commercials that's like Ferris Bueller. Like he has that kind of charisma that's he like cool. does look like he's straight out of the eighties. Yeah, like, he it's does. Pretty does. amazing. It looks so like I a young Charlie Sheen. I think that would be a, I think that would be like a good Marty. Mm-hmm. And then he could he'd be he'd be my second choice. And then obviously Jackie Chan as Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't More totally pass friend. that. Like, so, I mean, he has to be. Culturally different. <laughs> yeah, culturally different. I, well, actually, if you want to get on the whole, like, you know, throwing in someone, you know, of different of ethnicity, I said that, I just saw this the other day, though, it's like, for Doc, if you want someone who's kind of got a comedic factor, but can also, like, probably do a lot of the techno jargon, and also mm-hmm. have, like, but... <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> Marty McFly as, as uh, Joe Biden can be Marty McFly, and then, like, have Obama be Doc and be like, Marty, this time machine right here has the flux capacitor. Makes time travel possible. Uh, Einstein? Great uh, Scott. Uh, Biff is Trump. <laughs> well, I mean, Honestly, yeah, I mean, honestly, there's no better Trump or no better Biff in the world. <laughs> but, I mean, you loan me my your car without letting me know that there's a blind spot in it. <laughs> Make like a tree and get out of here. I hate Manu. I'm gonna build a wall. I did not touch your mother, believe me. Believe me. I would have known if I had touched the rain. I only touched the pretty ones, believe me. Legitly, when you said that, I'm like, God. But I was gonna say for like Doc. I'm really careful about hitting the table. I, um. Yeah, by the, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of slapping. <laughs> we'll fix that someday. But a lot of table slapping going on. <laughs> I thought for Doc and having that kind of wide-eyed sense of humor, but kind of have the craziness factor and being funny. I was like, if you want to throw in someone of different ethnicity, I, you know who Keegan Michael Key is from Key and Peele. Yeah. I think he'd be awesome as Doc. Yeah. He would be yeah. different. Age him up a little bit. He wouldn't mm-hmm. have the hair because you know he's just making ball. I don't I care. Mean, but like, could just give him the white hair. Give him the crazy white hair. But oh, I yeah. could Age seriously him buy him Age as him being yeah. like as being Doc. Dang, and that'd be good. I my I, well my idea before you said the brilliant casting of Marty McFly. I thought like just Tom Holland because I'm like oh, yeah, I liked him as Spider Man. Yeah, I'm like sure. I think he's got that charisma and charm. But like that was the easy mm-hmm. one and yeah. someone who's younger too. Yeah. Because I'm like I I don't want to go too. Jonah Hill's hitting like his thirties well, or he's older yeah. than thirty at this point. But you point. could see him the way he he does twenty one and twenty Jump Street. You could see him. I yeah I could actually just being you know he's older but man he pulls off being a kid pretty or an early twenties kid at least you know. Well, um, uh, but for like the other characters, like um, I don't even know because like for instance George and Lorraine, like I don't even yeah. It, those are yeah. kind of harder to for cast just because. I mean, you'd have to cast them as. Like, younger, so you can age them up. Just <laughs> like they do. Yeah. Uh, 
Ghostbusters. Who's the the lead in the new Ghostbusters? Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. You want her as Lorraine? That's Lorraine. <laughs> See, it's that like... Would, it'd work. It would work. Yeah. I wonder how old the... That or do something weird with... Uh, um, uh, why can't I... I'm just having a horrible time remembering names. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Oh, Amy, Amy Poehler. Oh, Amy Poehler. Yeah. <laughs> Have her, like, grooving on Jonah Hill. That's <laughs> weird. You know? Oh, I don't know yeah. if I could do that. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm trying to think, like, man, who could be, like, the Crispin Clover of this generation? I'm like, oh. It'd have so, to look oh, slightly like whoever. Oh, dude, was. Shia LaBeouf being, like, super weird. Because <laughs> I'm just, like, Really oh. sheepish and shy? Yeah. I mean, have just, an old, have... aged Michael Sarah. Oh my god. Oh god, Michael Sarah. (laughs) He's a cyber bully. (laughs) Biff is a cyber bully. You're a chicken. Just go kill yourself, Mike. Yeah, that. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I think Joe Q would be a good Marty. That's the one good. I I like that casting so far. I but that I I'd like to see him in like mm-hmm. anything besides Stranger Things at this yeah, point. Like throw yeah. him in something else because mm-hmm. he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but for for actual bit like oh, I I thought it'd be cool to do a de-aged uh, John Travolta. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty yeah. cool to do. He was doing kind of like a lot of John mm-hmm. Travolta in that anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you too. <laughs> I already love it just from that. I'm like, yeah, that totally sounds like him. He does. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of who else could even be Biff. Just, I, I want to. Or Jonah Hill. Because well, like, <laughs> of course, like my stance right now. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I gotta think of someone who can be like a funny and a bully and then a rapist in the end. But like, Michael B. Jordan. Maybe I just cut that what? part out altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. You know what? Oh, wait a minute. You know what? Slow down. With the hate on Jai Courtney, I said there was one thing I love him in, and it is Suicide Squad. He is the best part of that, and he does something he's never done before, actually. Jai Courtney doing what he did in Suicide Squad, Mm -hmm. but as Biff, I could buy that. Like, I could actually buy that. (laughs) He wears... Like this giant trench coat boomerangs on. And he's Australian. <laughs> I, I could buy that. I could see that. I could see that happening. Like I think he does have a sense of humor, but it's just like they got to get him out of these action films. Like they need to throw him into comedy. I, like maybe he's like a comedy actor, but they just have him in the wrong movies right now. Okay, so does the Biff character have to be like big in stature, like buff? Oh no, he could not do something different. I okay. bet, but. Uh. Who are you thinking? I was Michael thinking Sam, like, Bully. What's his name? <laughs> Kieran Egerton, like Kingsman. Oh, you know maybe? he he you could play he, a, like a mean guy. Maybe is he the lead from that? Yeah, he could play Marty. I was that gonna too. say I think he, he would could, be a good Marty, be Marty too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my 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 Sam actual Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> well, duh. As Tommy Lee Jones playing Biff. <laughs> 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 With his talking style, I just I, I just want to see Chris Rock make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> I can see like Samuel L. Jackson just calling Doc the mother effort the whole time. I'm just like just make just make Sam Jackson Doc. <laughs> oh my god! Oh dude! Uh, what? No, I can't I can't even remember what does Marty always say. Now I literally can't remember. This is heavy. This is heavy. Oh, this is heavy. Yeah, uh, he could just say that and. 
Well, the, Emma, what are you talking about? What is heavy? Like the Samuel Jackson <laughs> just yelling at What is heavy? Stop saying that. I think. <laughs> is something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Chris Rock could either be Mary Goldie Wilson or. Yeah. Like, like, just hearing his voice, like, mm-hmm. around the town when they're doing the, the election <laughs> thing or whatever. Hey! Meg! <laughs> or, or even, like, the singer at the dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude. Who's gonna direct it? Oh, director. <laughs> just bring some echoes. Yeah. The whole thing is animated. <laughs> um, I'm In a to... Christmas movie now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Movie that has, like humor moments but science fiction elements and I was I mean bring just... back Spielberg <laughs> and, well, I don't know why in my mind I almost said uh, Robert Rodriguez but I don't think that would turn out well <laughs> I think M. Night should direct <laughs> oh my god <laughs> twist. twist they go back to the past go back to the they were never really in the present <laughs> they're all dead they've always been in dystopian 85 <laughs> Like director wise, mm-hmm. like now we're just getting complicated. Like we haven't even cast everyone. Yet. <laughs> oh, we're get, we're we we got enough to make a movie now. Like <laughs> I I don't know. I don't even know because like I keep thinking of like some of the directors I can just think of on the top of my head, but none of them would be good because if it was gonna be like a comedy, it would I would guess something along the lines of like the Marvel like it. Uh, algorithm you know how they like they'd have to do because if it was like movie driven you could do an Edgar Wright or you could do a Taika Waititi where it is a just a a comp straight up hard comedy but it's a family friendly you know like just those type of raw jokes in it you know they weren't serious I'm gonna have Judd Apatow and make the movie hour longer than it should be so it'd be like a two and a half hour long comedy <laughs> i don't know i mean i'm trying to think of like some different directors i can think of right now but man i wish i knew who directed that movie upgrade because that movie that movie was good and that's got like science fiction elements but it's also like got some humor to it and it's like a well put together movie that I'm like mm-hmm. I could I could see him doing something like that because yeah. everyone else is too out there like take a while Edie or like I even thought like oh well Peyton Reed who did Ant Man but or like even Edgar Wright but they're all just kind of their style I feel like isn't Back mm-hmm. to the Future style now if we're talking about doing something more out there sure but like as far as style goes I'm like I think you do need to calm it down a little for like Back to the Future it's kind of humor because. Yeah. The humor doesn't take the movie over. It's well, the thing is, mix it everything. Yeah, it, in a culture that we're in today, like if we were able to, I don't think it would ever get made unless it was a close to over the top. Comedy. Yeah, that's that's like kind of if the it was along the same lines, people wouldn't accept it. People wouldn't go. Yeah. But if it was like a, listen, it's the same movie, but we wanted to do a comedy version, not a parody. We're not making fun of the movie. Like we are. Because of our appreciation for it, it's like a tribute, but mm-hmm. a comedic tribute to it, you know? Um, that I could see being Taika Waititi driven. Yeah. Probably not, you're right now that you're saying it, but something, you know, along the lines of Hot Rod or Step Brothers, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, Andy Sandberg as Marty McFly. Just have the whole. <laughs> the whole Lonely Island cast, yeah. <laughs> you have, uh, All the brother from. Uh, 
Hot Rod. You want me to call him? He's, he's playing George McFly. <laughs> um, they have a cool beans joke in there. So yeah. Like... <laughs> Do you really think I should swear? Like him talking about <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I should swear. And Andy Samberg. Damn it, George, swear. Like... <laughs> I had thought about Andy Samberg as playing Marty. Oh, I think He that. could kind of be cool. I think oh, that. and then... Uh... Bill Hader. Yeah, Who'd Bill Hader to be Biff. Biff. <laughs> <laughs> Marty. Marty. <laughs> Say hello to your grandma right. for me. <laughs> Why don't so you weird. make like a tree and get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Bill Hader, by the way, though, like one of my favorite, oh, most underrated oh, actors. Oh, I yeah. like, swear to God. Yeah. I love him. He's going to be in the new hit. He's yeah, I. that yeah. is... That was casting that was like... That was fan casting yeah, like, came were like, They were like, all right, this is what we want. It's like, we want Jessica Chastain as the redhead girl. We want uh, James McAvoy as, as the, the main guy. You know, and we yeah. want Bill Hader as the funny guy. And I was like, then they did it. And I was yeah. like, that's perfect. And that's a great cast right there. Oh, like, yeah. Holy crap, James McAvoy alone, I'll see it. But then you got to throw in Bill Hader. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then they have a bunch of unknowns. Too. Yeah, I mean, I, but... I think they have one more... Do they have one more that's like... I, they probably do, but they definitely got quite the cast already. I mean, that's another one. James McAvoy, one of the more underappreciated actors of her. I mean, mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain's good too. I, yeah. I'm not that I'm ignoring her, but like Jai Courtney. Oh God, <laughs> Jai Courtney as the clown. <laughs> um, but I, I will say, Back to the Future. I'm like, if we really were to hire someone, I'm like, man, just bring Michael J. Fox back because he's still alive and pretty much looks mm-hmm. the same age. Make him doc. <laughs> you could. I mean, I think that is one of the. He um, got old and got smart and stuff, and then like, recreated <laughs> the time travel. Well, and I that's thought, the sequel. I thought if they made now. a sequel, they could have just had Michael J. Fox. And I mean, the only reason he wouldn't do a lot of the movie is because well, of Parkinson's okay. disease. Which he's working into the movie. Okay. If he'd be yeah. comfortable with it, he'd have to display okay. it. Okay, yeah. a soft reboot where it's like, okay, Michael J. Like Marty is still Marty. It's Michael J. Fox, mm-hmm. and he like scavenged all the parts from the DeLorean and he's like trying to fix it up mm-hmm. and like trying to get it to work again and like his son or whatever it takes mm-hmm. like that could be a movie yeah I, 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 his son he would the one kid from <laughs> yeah back to <laughs> future to the he's in 2015 and he's waiting for the day to roll around where that DeLorean shows up and he goes and beats him <laughs> he up he mails a letter it. and he's waiting <laughs> It opens like Forrest Gump <laughs> <laughs> with a feather floating down. <laughs> Same director, by the way. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's also Zemeckis. Um, all the Zemeckis films just combined. Yeah. <laughs> the Zemeckiverse. Doc is stuck in an the island alone. <laughs> I, uh, I was going to say, though, like Michael J. Fox, like I think that's just one of the saddest situations yeah. ever. Just because mm-hmm. he was, I think... He, was, he was one of my like he is one of my like favorite actors as far as movies go and I think Stuart Little he, he never yeah well that too but I just think he never got his shot because you know the, I forgot Stuart Little yeah he was Stuart Little it was him his um, bound he should yeah. do some more voice acting but it's like yeah you know he got mm-hmm. Parkinson's I know that slowed his career down and I mean he's done a lot of good for Parkinson's disease so it was like. It's a negative, but a plus. But man, I am disappointed in that. In a way, like for I think he was one of the missed out talents we didn't get mm-hmm. like the full extent of. I'm like, man, if he didn't get like Parkinson's, he probably would have still been doing like a bunch of like great movies. I think he would have gone on to like a better career rather than just being mm-hmm. one of those '80s. He could have oh. been on Wild Hogs. <laughs> oh my god, no, never mind. You know what? <laughs> 
maybe you sh- should have. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> maybe should have gotten the Parkinson's, but no. I, I just looked up Michael J. Fox news. Apparently, there is a death hoax coming going around. Yeah, of course, it's I'm not sure true. There was. <laughs> I'll be honestly, that is one person that like when he dies, I'm gonna be like oh, yeah. heartbroken. Oh, That's yeah. gonna be so sad. Uh, you know, have you ever looked up like which celebrities you have the same birthday as? Do you no. Have the same birthday as Michael J. Fox. That is awesome. Google it. I bet it's June 9th. <laughs> I, bet it, I bet it is. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you're right. You know who has my I'm same gonna birthday? I'm going to guess 1979. 1978. For his birthday? I'm not looking No, it. it's going to be like 60. It's going to be like 67. I'm not looking it up. You're not? Like, oh, you're not. <laughs> you're on up. your phone. I'm looking up celebrities with my birthday. <laughs> you're just looking your up your own? You're thinking 78, you. so what? Do you think okay. he was uh, like seven years old when he did <laughs> make the picture? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got the wrong number. <laughs> I think it's 67. Pretty, I think. You know who has the same birthday Shane as me, though? Fox. Huh. Adolf Hitler. No. No, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 420? I've, I've never Good looked job. it up. <laughs> His birthday's 420? Yeah. Really? <laughs> June 9th, 1961. 1961? Okay, so he was a lot older well, than I thought. I mm-hmm. have Winona Ryder, so... <laughs> so I have Winona Ryder. <laughs> look up October 24th, actually. Now we're that's looking good, at That's up. still a good 80s actress that you can Winona Ryder? <laughs> yeah. Why not a writer who spends all Stranger Things with their mouth wide open, like, oh, my son! Like, I love her in Stranger Things. <laughs> no, I do too, but like, I'm just saying, like, it's just kind of, you could make a meme on that. She's just... Well, well Tuesday's October 24th? Yeah. Oh, men's 29th. Silly. Oh, nice. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. Oh, you got Drake. <laughs> I got Drake, really? Yeah. Drake? Like, Drake. Uh, okay. Well, just, I'll, just Drake. I'll take it. You're racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I love all, it. Oh, hey, also PewDiePie. I, I hate myself now. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I just want to die. Oh, do you not like... Does anybody in here like PewDiePie? No. I used to. Used to. Yeah. Back when he was... When he was that. a gaming channel, yeah. I watched him a lot. And that... Uh, yeah, I, I don't like him at all, yeah. but, you know... We could make better whole podcasts. We hate PewDiePie. Yeah. We hate PewDiePie. Is that even movies anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Not just make a one-off podcast. <laughs> Call that. Is this even movies? Hey, hey, you know, we always talk about movies, but you know what we can talk about for a second? PewDiePie. He sucks, you know? <laughs> it's just, called just... the Pootie Swamp Pie. Pootie Swamp. <laughs> um, man, we've been, we've been rolling yeah, for about uh, two hours now, almost. Yeah. Uh, so... But real quick, we should say what our graded uh, star reviews of each movie is. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can start off because like, I pretty much know, but it's like, uh, first one is five out of five. Uh, we're doing five stars, right? Mm-hmm. Leatherbox is five stars. So, um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Back to the Future Part 2, I would say, is 4.5 out of five because it is still very rewatchable and great. Third one is, well, four out of five. I just think it gets a little lesser and lesser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? As you're looking at everything. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say the same. I would flip one and two, though. So two, five, one, four out of five, and then four for for number three. All right. I think that's a pretty solid. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I gave number one three or three and a half out of five, <laughs> which is harsh. <laughs> it's starting to go up to three and a half as we talk about it. I said three or three. If you go back, I said three or three and a half. Three. I did. Bull bull crap, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Um, Three and some change. (laughs) 
And then the second is probably four, four and a half, and the third is probably a solid four. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Um. I'm gonna sound like I don't like it as much as you guys, but it's yeah. my favorite movie. Just uh, lie. The guy who likes it the most doesn't like it the most. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I said, like I, I save my five star reservations for like The Shining and for like Children of Men. I, like, for my... Mother, like movies that are in my mind absolute masterpieces on every level. Like not regarding enjoyability. Like Fargo is a five out of five movie for me. Okay. But Back to the Future, I love it to death, and it is a great movie. But I don't think it's a perfect movie. See, I. With my, like, grading, I'd, I'd say it's, like, cultural impact and, like, rewatchability. Like, mm-hmm. I can watch it over and over and over again. Yeah. So, those are, like, my two big things. I, and that's, I think, I mean, it depends if that's, that's, if that's how you yeah. rate it. Yeah. And I don't rate it that no, way. Yeah. So, that's why I want to preface mine with that. Like, sure. yeah. I'm not rating it by... I mean, those aren't the only two things. I'm rating it on how well I think the movie, like, runs as a movie. Sure. Okay. Not as... I'm taking out cultural impact and my own love for it because it is a if it's just love for it it is a 11 out of 5 right. you know yeah, yeah. easy all of these are an 11 out of 5 <laughs> um, but in terms of how well the movie is uh, I think the first one is at 4 out of 5 part 2 is I think also at a 4 out of 5 um, and 3 is at a 3.5 out of 5 Oops. so it's less but it's I think that's as how well of a movie it is that stands compared to other movies. That's still 8 out of 10. Mm. 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10. That's still like a freaking good movie, you know? So, yeah, I, I love them. They're really good. Yeah, I feel like I should give the first one another shot when I haven't watched Mother right before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, give it a couple months and yeah. then do it again. Because so. it'll probably go up. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. a bad movie. It's just my brain wasn't Maybe I'd... Mm-hmm. comprehending. You know, and I, if you get the chance to it, honestly, watch it on VHS. <laughs> it makes it so much. It's like listening to a song on vinyl. Like, honestly, there's a there's a cultural, um, uh, just beauty about watching Back to the Future on VHS. Mm-hmm. So both of us have it. If you ever want. <laughs> okay. I have Zach's version, I yeah. guess. <laughs> you gotta flip it over. There's a little Z H. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the, like in a heart, but it's just his initials. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we well I, I'm disappointed in you, Hunter. In you're, me? You're, yeah, you're the guy. You watch Tree of Life, and you're like, this, this is it. This is the greatest. I've never so, seen Tree of Life. Well, so. You'll watch it. You'll, you'll message me, but I loved it. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I hope so. I've, I've heard people like say, yeah, I'll hook you up with Tree of Life. I've been waiting. To, I've never but, seen it actually. I'm just mm-hmm. talking dirt for no reason. Well, like you know. Let's... 2001, it's a hard movie to watch. I didn't really enjoy it, but I appreciate it for what it was as good. So it's a 5 out of 5 movie. Well, let's talk a little more about Jack Courtney before we go. Mm. <laughs> Jack Courtney, 5 out of 5. <laughs> I don't like him, but he's great. <laughs> 6 out of 5. <laughs> but uh, Jack Courtney doesn't deserve a rating. <laughs> well, let's, let's have Just a... smack talk on every podcast. <laughs> that would be one of our hashtags for our show. Where people can hashtag hashtag Jack Courtney. Um, we should have a podcast about like what movies we think are five star movies. Yeah, we could. Like like cinematic masterpieces, like actual masterpieces. I think we should go in with like how we argue 
with a five yeah. five movie. Because like for me, like I'm like Back to the Future five out of five, Hot Rod five well, out of five. Well, that's what I think. <laughs> our our favorite, like you have your top ten. I'll do my top ten. Zach, I'd love to have you on for a top ten. Sure. Not you, Chloe. Chloe. I don't know if you're feeling it. <laughs> so, I don't know if Zach, you're feeling it. You Zach was telling like me a... your rules, and I would have yeah. one movie because <laughs> yeah. I don't it's, own any movies. Yeah. I mean, so. we could we could make some modifications. We could just literally just yeah. save that episode. For, like, obsessive people like <laughs> yeah. like us, we had to set rules in place. Yeah, and I mean, um, ideally, I'd like to own all of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I just bought one of them so that once my year is up for it to be a movie, I can own it, and I can say it's all Mother. Mother. <laughs> Mother. And Creep. I also bought Creep, Creep so it can be... Creep is so good. Oh, man, it's one, it's one of my favorite movies. It will be, at least. Um... But, like, I think those on our top ten list fit more into the what we like, watchability. But then we'll save, like, a masterpiece is for movies that we just think are great movies in filmmaking, you know, as a testament to filmmaking, you know. Yeah. It's like, when we were saying some examples, my example was Jaws for the Revenge. I think that's a five (laughs) out of five, not only on an entertainment level, but the artistic value to Michael Caine in Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> Michael Caine is in Jaws the Revenge? Oh, he Michael is. Michael Caine is. <laughs> he is Jaws. He is the Revenge. He is Michael Caine. That's the tagline for it. Before he eats his victims, he has a long monologue about his day as being in the British Army. Yeah. <laughs> When I was in it, Burma. <laughs> when I was out in Burma. <laughs> See, when I think Michael Caine, I think gold members. I don't think Batman, I yeah, think gold members. <laughs> I used to oh, think He's the dad, Inception. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I usually think Inception first, and then I think Alfred, and then I think Secondhand Lions, <laughs> and then I think Children of Men. You don't even think gold members. See, I'm no, sorry, but usually last. every film I've seen with my cocaine and I I am always a bigger fan of just Jaws of Revenge it's like that is the greatest film of all time <laughs> I've never I don't seen think it. I've, seen... I've never seen it actually oh okay I've never seen it either. I've gone I've up seen the, the first three I've gone up to Jaws 2 and oh you haven't seen the third one I have I own it it's up somewhere up there I, I own them all just cause I'm like someday I'm gonna watch them all but it's Jaws 2 I, I appreciate the ending of that film but that's about it <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we could do that someday. Oh, top five, uh, five star movies. Yeah, but well, I think we've talked long enough about yeah. that. Few- so we will never bring it up ever again on another podcast. <laughs> this is dead to us. <laughs> Burn your copies. I- I'm honestly, I think I've watched enough. I think I'm done. I'll, I'll, I'll get to other movies now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can finally watch another movie. I know there's gonna be something that we didn't talk about. I'm gonna be mad we never brought up. Probably, but you know, Elijah Wood is in Back to the Future Part Two. If you yep. want to know, yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know that. He's one of the little boys. He's oh one of, yeah. He's he doesn't get the, the he doesn't get the yeah. line at the arcade. He's but. at at the uh, gunman game at mm-hmm. the eighties. The is he the one that doesn't have the weird lime green hat? I think he's, he's one of them. He, I think he is the, the one, one who does it because he doesn't say anything, but the other kid does the talking, okay. mm-hmm. and he just stands there and he's like. This game's for okay. babies. I didn't like look at their faces. I just <laughs> saw the hat and I was like, "What is that?" Or like, uh, it, was, it was a colander. <laughs> it looked like a piece of plastic. He just like popped on his head. The future man. Future hats. Fidget spinners are basically Back to the Future too. Then there's like in the third movie, like at the end of the film, like the little kid is just in the background. He's like he's like pointing at his. Uh, 
crotch for some reason. <laughs> and then he's like doing this. Are you like, serious? Back to Future too? Yeah, can we watch it real quick? You know. Uh, oh, I heard about that. He had to yeah. go to the bathroom. I've seen. Oh, is that, that. what it was? Okay. Yeah, he yeah. Had to go to the bathroom uh, I'll, I'll show you. Oh, oh. Uh, one of the one of Doc's kids. He was like grabbing his junk because he had to pee. At the end of part three. Yeah, when yeah. he was on the train. I feel like I've he was seen trying it. to let the director know he had to go to the bathroom. Without, and they just like, kept it. Oh yeah, you yes. keep everything in the '80s. You know, film was expensive. Uh, oh well, we'll watch it quick. Why not? It's just a gif of it repeating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the perfect moment See, to play. Here's a three-minute video. See, she had it. It's the blonde one. <laughs> he looks sad. I love this really like kind of sentimental Disney ending as well. I do love this scene. That's all he brought him with you. <laughs> I'm like, some, here's some money. That's probably worth a bunch nowadays. <laughs> I'll print a bank account for you. He's like, you could tell he's disappointed. Yeah. When does he do it? I never know. It's because you died. <laughs> you died in the future. You died in dystopian idiot. Here he is. Here he is. Oh, he's yeah. doing it. He points his dick. <laughs> He's like crying. He's like, come here. It's. Oh he had to go bathroom. That's... Yeah, he had to go to. The... That's like the actual story behind it. I don't remember where I've seen it, but it's like it must have been on a list where it was like mistakes that made it to the film or something. Like, wow. yeah, he had to like... go to the bathroom, and he was trying to let him know without ruining the scene. The airplane that's in the sky during Troy. <laughs> Are we just watching the movie? We can watch the whole movie now. We're, we're gonna watch the whole thing now. No, I've thought about that too. We should do some commentaries for movies. I'd honestly be up for doing that, you know, to a point where well, people would then care. Then it should be just. I would do it on movies. I mean, it'd be so long, but I would do it for movies like Evil Dead too. Mm-hmm. I would do a commentary something, on yeah. it. Yeah, something that that you could comment on the entire movie. Oh yeah, nonstop. But Th- no, I'm saying not like everything, because like I mean, man, we're, I don't want to be watching something like uh, I, I don't know. It's only an hour and fifty minute movie. It's shorter than our normal podcast. I don't know, like. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be like watching Stanley Kubrick's like Eyes Wide Shut. And oh be like, yeah. Oh, that scene's weird. Oh, this yeah. part's pretty. <laughs> no, but we could do like Evil Dead too. It's like, oh my god. Like, it's like just talk about like. Just do like the Avengers. Back in the oh yeah, all the, all the MCU movies would be good too because all of them. We, we could, <laughs> all one. We could do commentary. Throw uh, the dark world. Here we go. <laughs> there's there's twenty movies. There's 20, like, eight man was 20. Yeah. And there's like, how many months till Avengers? Eight and a half months yeah. till Captain, Amer- Captain Mar- Marvel. Well, we could do it. Another three months <laughs> after that. <laughs> we could do it. I believe in us. Great Scott! That was heavy. Once again, you've trudged your way through the cinema swamp. Do you think Jennifer Prime was left to be erased in Dystopian 85? Are you an avid apologist for part three? Who would play a worthwhile Biff if remade? Let us know on social media by leaving a comment on this episode or suggesting an argument on our Instagram or Twitter at Cinema Swamp. We'll see you next time, and remember, always beware the Cinema Swamp.